What's up, guys? Welcome back to Kind of Funny's Christopher Nolan in review. That's right. We are ranking and reviewing every movie directed by Christopher Nolan. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by Greg Miller. Oi, Governor! Great. We're already started. Andy Cortez. Hey, guys. Hey. How's it going? <laughs> Nick Scarpino. Check it out. In one hand, nothing. In the other hand, post-it note. Whoa! Oh, wow. He's the <laughs> Already wow. breaking out the magic. And joining us for the first time in the show, every single person on the internet told us that we were not allowed to do the prestige-related content without reaching out to these gentlemen. We got RKG, Rory, Krupa, and Gaff, a.k.a. Kinda Cheeky. Kinda Cheeky. <laughs> oh, ah. I, I like, like that. Lovely. 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 Yeah. Thanks also for having us on. Kind of like, sexy we, as well. Yeah. Yes. We, we, at, at, when you guys started doing this uh, Nolan review, we started getting loads of tweets being like, at and being like, get these guys in. Like, stop doing that. They won't think we're cool, man. Come on. <laughs> well, we did Let's think we're, that cool. you're cool. So we reached okay, out. Cool. This is about to be a disaster, ladies and gentlemen. We've never had this <laughs> many people on one show. But that's what in review is all about. Is Greg Miller still going to do the plot? Yeah. Oh, is he going to make it? Oh, God. Is he going to keep doing that? I hope not. I Everybody really, really hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you can watch the show live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games every Tuesday when we record it. Every Friday, we're doing uh, Studio Ghibli Miyazaki in review. So stay tuned for that. We're doing Totoro this week. Very exciting stuff. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kind of funny or on roosterteeth.com. If you want to listen to it, just search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny reviews and we'll be right there for you. To get the show ad free, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like our Patreon producers, Muhammad Muhammad. Hey, Momo. And Al Tribesman. Danny boy, want some candy, everyone? Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Today, we are talking like, about... What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> well, I was we about to say, about... that was really professional, man. That sounds amazing. And then all that stuff happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about The Prestige, released October 20th, 2006, along with The Illusionist and Scoop, which also starred ScarJo and Hugh Jackman. The Prestige was one of three films released in 2006 to explore the world of stage music- musicians. Wow. Magicians. 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 Although Bowie's in this, so he's kind of both. <laughs> Have you guys seen those other movies? I've seen The Illusionist, yes. yeah. It's been years, but I remember liking yeah. The Illusionist as well. I remember yeah. there being, you know, every anytime these movies come out together, when two studios do like when a studio realizes another studio is doing like magic and they're like, this is going to be the next big thing, and they develop another project, there's always one that's markedly worse. And then you have to pick sides, like Wyatt Herb versus Tombstone. Clearly, Tombstone a better movie. Um, no strings even attached. Wyatt, even the Wyatt Herb benefits exactly. Mm-hmm. But like Armageddon, in this one, I remember impact. I remember being obviously a hardcore Nolan fan, being like, "Of course, the Prestige is going to blow this out of the water." But I remember watching The Illusionist, being like, "It wasn't that bad. It was pretty good. It's enjoyable." Mm-hmm. You know, I, I never gave it a shot. I didn't want to give it a shot. I just knew that I found my one, and this is it. That's the one with <laughs> Kevin Spacey teaching the kids the count cards. No, again, oh, Jesus. Oh, not every movie is that movie, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so the prestige yeah, guys, that movie with the talking dog. Yeah, that's the one with Kevin Bacon where he teaches people how to count cards. <laughs> this is based it's on the 1995 novel of the same name by Christopher Price, uh, directed by Christopher Nolan once again. A budget of $40 million, box office of $109.78 million, a runtime of two hours and 10 minutes. It received Academy Award nominations for Best Cinematography and Best Art Direction, but did not win either of them uh this was writer producer and director christopher nolan's lowest rated movie on rotten tomatoes at 76 percent. it has since been surpassed by interstellar at 72 percent. what that's that's bonkers that is bonkers dude so this is i was telling tim this movie ended and 
immediately like, oh my god, this sort of introduced me to Christopher Nolan, and I fell in love with it, and I felt just everything about it, just like, this is one of my favorite movies ever. And then I said, Tim, can you imagine Andy Cortez, a young a fan of uh, The Prestige, hearing yeah, that the next Christopher Nolan movie is going to be about invading people's dreams. And I, I like, I just could, I said, no fucking way. Like, how is it going to be a real movie? <laughs> so exciting. So, exciting. So, you saw, so you saw it in theaters. No, 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 no. I saw this shit like just at home on DVD at my friend's house. He was like, you got to, it's one of those where your friend's like, you got to watch this shit, dude. And we did. And I was blown away by it. So Nick and Greg, uh, yeah. have you seen this movie before? This is my yes. first time. Yeah, I've seen it before. Do you see it in theaters, Nick? I don't remember seeing it in theaters, honestly. I think I let this one slip by, and then I think this was a rental for me. Yeah, this is my yeah. first time as well. Yeah. So you boys it's, over there. How many times have you seen this movie? Four. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I, saw, I, saw, I saw this at the cinema, and I reviewed it for my university paper. It's made my first ever published review, and I've looked, and I'm so happy that shit does not exist. <laughs> it's probably the most pretentious 500 words you've probably ever read. Yeah, I've read some you of the reviews. You in character as the top hat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I actually wrote it in character as two different me's, but with one eye. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, saw uh, I had at, a at college oh, sorry, and then go ahead. watched it, and then it was on in like the afternoon, and there was an evening show, and I immediately went and bought a ticket to the other one, which is like because. I would like to say it was because I love this probably because I was just like, what the fuck just happened? I have no idea that one. <laughs> and after the second go, go, I was like, okay, this film. Yeah, I think it, it's 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 really special, man. Wait, so you got you got the fun little poster too? You want to show that off? Oh yeah. So we um, like that's the thing. Like we like it almost. I think we all basically realize this. Like for, I'm sure there's loads of people watching this that basically don't know us and just like, who? Why are these guys on there? We have nothing to do with the film. We just all worked at IGN and all realized at the same time that we all absolutely love this film. So we almost we liked it to uh, almost in a way that kind of spoils it for people who are only sort of half into it. Um, and we kind of joked for ages that we were going to do like a prestige special of the IGN UK podcast. And then I think it was like two Christmases ago, we took over this cinema in uh, in East London and basically showed it to a bunch of like podcast fans. And then we did a live podcast afterwards. But yeah, they, they, they even produced like this awesome poster essentially, which is like just for us. So we got to like it's have really cool. a movie poster and then I got really drunk and stole it afterwards. I think what that project illustrates is never underestimate our ability to push a joke beyond the limit where everyone else finds it funny. Yeah, oh, we'll just keep going. Yeah, <laughs> see, that, that sounds that's, really familiar. That's yeah. the key thing here is you guys. We are two sides of the same coin, just like featured in this movie here, oh, the two-headed coin, wow. where that we were at IGN America and you were over at IGN UK. We both yeah. left to do our own thing. You guys, RKG, us, kind of funny. You guys yeah. have the prestige. We have Fast and Furious. I don't mm. know what that says about taste on either side, but <laughs> they have better but here taste. We are now. <laughs> here we are. Both both equally good in their own ways. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Do you remember Rory, um, what about you? How many times have you seen this one? Uh I've seen I actually have quite a funny introduction uh to this film because my brother saw it before I did uh at a sleepover when he was a kid. And uh he loved oh, it God, so much. He, he loved it so much that he came home and he was like dude, you got to watch this movie. It is incredible. And I was like, oh, okay, what's it about? And he's like, it's about these two rival wizards. 
And that's how he pitched it to me. Right. He's like, Hugh Jackman is one of the wizards. Uh, <laughs> Christian Bale's the other wizard. And I was like, dude, this sounds incredible. Uh, we both learned later that there's a big difference between wizard and magician. Yeah. <laughs> but I've seen it. I've probably seen it five times now, six times maybe. We watched it together quite recently as well. Yeah, this, this, this sort of became that movie that I just showed everybody that I knew. Like I made everybody that I... Anybody who was into movies, whether it be my dad or anybody in my family or close friends, like you have to, you have to fucking watch this movie. Yeah, we did yeah, this thing it totally like now and again. Like we, to me. Like we, yeah, so we used to get like texts now and again, being like, I think Powers did it before with uh, a girlfriend of his, and it was just like, I'm gonna show it. I'm gonna show the prestige there. tonight's the all, night. All of us like, <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> gonna get serious. It's like, did she like it? Did she like it? Yeah, she did. She can stay. She can stay. Dude, <laughs> it's impossible to not like this movie. Like, I didn't know shit about it. And like last week before we got in, somebody was just pitching me. They're like, yeah, it's about rival magicians. And I was like, holy crap, that sounds awesome. It's Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. And I was like, okay, this this has to be amazing. And watching it with Andy last night or a couple nights ago, I was so blown away because. You didn't tell me there was so many other cast members. Like, I didn't know sure. Scarlett Johansson's in it. I didn't know yeah. David Bowie's in it. It was I just a constant <laughs> well, barrage of like, what? As as soon as uh as uh, old Hugh Jackman's walking up the hill, and I go, oh my god, and it's fucking Andy Circus, and immediately yeah. we go, oh god, Nick Scarpino has a rivalry with Andy Circus that Andy Circus doesn't know about. We're gonna have to explain that to the RKG guys. It's gonna be a whole yeah. mess. For no, the record, remember perfect. Andy Circus knows. I told Andy Circus in the interview that in fact Nick has a rivalry with him. He did not care. Wow. He did not care. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what do you have to say? Uh, I'll tell you one thing right now. I don't care much for him doing an American accent in this. It's terrible, and he needs to stop. <laughs> okay, I'm just throwing that against the table right there. I don't. I don't hey, know where you about me? Hey, I'm from New York. What's going on? Hey, let's go to Philadelphia. Okay. <laughs> Why was he just British? I don't understand. Just let him have his, or Australian, whatever the fuck he is. Let him stretch British. his legs, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, a couple of little fun little facts for you here. Um, Wait, hold on. We didn't include. You didn't mention Piper Paribu from Coyote Ugly. She's in this movie. Oh, too. I forgot God, she was not. You know what I mean? Right. There's so many pops in this. No. Is she uh, the editing includes 146 time jump cuts. That's a lot. You gotta love these Nolan movies. It works well, and I think that's one of the reasons why this movie is entertaining to watch. Because if yeah. this were sort of just a straightforward retelling of the story, I don't think it would be as fun. And obviously, I think the editing does it has a lot for the mystery. It, it was very interesting going back and watching this with a more critical eye the second time, where you know everything, because he yeah. does a lot to set all the stuff up. But for me, I was like, I enjoyed it. I like this movie a lot. But I think this might be the third time I've seen it, maybe second or third time. So very familiar with how everything was supposed to play out at the end. And I was I, it starts to you when you start looking at it with a critical eye, like halfway through, I was like, wait a minute, why not they? And then I just shut that part of my brain. And I was like, don't ask questions. <laughs> don't ask questions of how Nikolai Tesla fucking invented a teleportation <laughs> cloning machine in like oh, three yeah. weeks. And that like magic if I would back when I'd be like, fuck magic. I just solved world hunger. I'm the world's first fucking trillionaire. Fuck you, Christian Bale. Stay in London. I'll own America in about a week and a half. Anyway. I enjoy all ten of my fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Can you do this? Because I can. Exactly. Well, no, he could do that. It would be he couldn't do this. Oh, can you do this? Can you do yeah, this? There it is. Live, live long and prosper. Peace out. Man, I the by the time we got to the end of this movie, I was just like mind blown 
like throughout it i was like i'm really digging this and there's a lot of cool stuff but it was really like the final 15 minutes where it all kind of wraps up and there's like all the reveals kind of back to back to back i was just like how did i not see all this shit because it's so telegraphed but it's just I, yeah oh man it it's, got me uh, I was I was telling Tim like this movie is a magic trick. It's constantly getting your attention away from the thing that you need to be paying yeah. attention to, and uh, and we're you know I'm sitting there watching it in uh in we're in Tim's beautiful home theater. Oh my god, with all the lights, Thank Kevin. You. I got Thank to experience you. the lights, Kev. Really really cool stuff. Oh yeah, um, I've seen this movie yeah. a bunch. Not a big deal. Yeah. Oh yeah, really Kevin's cool. here too. Don't forget. <laughs> hey Kev. <laughs> anyway, Kev. A- anyway, and uh, it, it's fi- you know um, she reveals to Christian Bale, hey, I, I'm pregnant, and he goes, oh, we should have told Fallon. Yeah. And Gia goes, why? Why would that be her reaction? She's why like, would that be his that. reaction? <laughs> and I was like, just you wait, just you wait, Gia. <laughs> like, Go ahead, Krupa. <clears throat> because it was the first time a couple of you have seen it. Did you cotton on to who Fallon was? Do you think he looked suspicious? Because I never 100 did the first time I saw it. hundred fucking percent. Yeah. Like, I don't understand <laughs> what people are talking about. There being a twist in this movie. As soon as he showed up, I'm like, oh, that's fat Christian Bale. And yeah. maybe it's because we live in a post-vice world where I've seen him be fat. But I was like, oh, it's him. Yeah. And also, like, this is Michael Caine. He's my illusionist. Hi, I'm a big player in this story, and I'm going to talk to you all the time right down the barrel of the camera. Great. Oh, yeah, here's my illusionist. Hi. How are you? Like, and he just walks away and he's always there. I'm like, oh, that's clearly it. That's the guy. Greg, can you just pretend to be surprised to, so I could feel better about this? Sorry, you no, pretend? you're dumb. You're an idiot. Was like, I, I don't even see that necessarily as the reveal. Like, that it was obvious that I was also Christian Bale, but it's just how it all played out of the facts of it, of them being brothers and him actually cutting his fingers off. And like, yeah, that's, that's cool. why the the line of him being like, wow, this it looks like it's fresh blood or whatever. It's like yeah. all those little reveals to me meant more than like it's, the actual twist itself it's interesting yeah. though because i watching this the first time i was like i really liked it and i really thought i was like oh good the good guy won watching it a second time i was like i don't think either of these guys are good no. i think they're both no. terrible human beings i think they've both allowed this competition to destroy each other and all of the lives of the people around them and by the end of it i'm like wow that was actually a lot darker than i remember it being like I think his wife true. fucking hangs herself because she's gaslighting her for all intents and purposes. And she feels like she's going crazy. And I'm like, and then at the end of it, I'm like, am I supposed to feel okay that Christian Bale got a chance to live for the rest of his life with his daughter? And at one point, is his daughter gonna be like, What the fuck happened when I was four years old? <laughs> <laughs> you just explain a little bit of this because I remember seeing you in a, in a fat guy makeup, yeah. and then I remember Michael Caine <laughs> being here, and then I didn't get to hang out with him at all. You know, yeah. just, I don't know. <laughs> well, you got Yeah, I had a really funny four months when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Those are those are the things you got to suspend disbelief for because Christian Bale has that in, or uh, Nolan has that in all his movies. Where like, how does Lord Caldlow have this lavish lifestyle? Like, how does any of this? Well, make they, sense, they, you know? that makes sense because they talk about in the beginning of it. They talk about him being a millionaire and how his family is like, you have to change your name if you're going to go be a magician because we don't want you to drag our family name through the mud. And so that I liked that turn where all of a sudden he was like, oh, my God, he has a totally different accent. He's a totally different person yeah. because he comes from this like weird royal family yeah. um, that works for me. But it's just and I think a lot of the the back and forth of them worked where the movie like started taking a weird turn for me. Uh, the second time I watched it was with the introduction of the actual like science where uh, and, and, and Christopher Nolan does this all the time where he plays with two big concepts at the same time mm-hmm. um, and, and will introduce something like that. And normally it works. Um, because it tends to be the focus for the from from the get go, right? With obviously with something like Inception, we have this concept of like 
we're introducing this crazy sci-fi element and this Whoa, is going to huge be the main, spoilers. Well, this is going to be the main part of the thing. In this one it's very weird that that element is introduced so late in the game and the second time I watched it I was like I really almost wish there was a cut of this movie where they where it's it he gets to Tesla and Tesla goes I can't make that machine for you. And then we have to see them it play out from there. Cause once that actual science kicks in, it it just my my analytical brain goes, wait a minute, fuck magic. What how is this even possible? How how is this not like derailing the story completely for well, any of these characters? The answer is this is your who do video. I understand that. This yeah, is I think just Bowie one. as well. He 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 plays it so chill. Like, yeah, I've, I've invented this uh, amazing yeah. thing, but don't worry about it. It's cool. Don't worry about. It. And like, he, he, <laughs> don't he, use he, it. Don't use it. I've invented yeah. it. Don't use it. Yeah. it, it. Right. I, here it is. I here. will take your money. I will, I will take, take your money. money, and here it is. But please don't use it. Um, but it's also it's one of those things. Like, if you know anything about Bowie versus Edison versus like Westinghouse and all those things, if Bo if you if you think that Tesla had the ability to do this, I'd be like, dude, your problems are fucking solved. Like, you don't have to be a recluse. <laughs> Colorado anymore you can move back to New York you're pretty much yeah. going to be the wealthiest human being on the planet so David Bowie initially declined the role of Nikola Tesla when it was offered to him Christopher Nolan flew him out to personally tell him that he was the only person he imagined for the role and that his larger than life persona would make the idea of Tesla building a teleportation device believable upon hearing this David Bowie was like you know what I'm in <laughs> like I did it too <laughs> that's amazing i know you said you've got a rivalry with andy circus i'm you know i'm not here to get involved in that but we had him in the ign uk studio once and uh like we we did this thing on the ign uk podcast where at the end of every interview we would ask the person if no matter who it was if they'd seen the prestige so we were like joe scrabbles and i i know you guys think that he's made up he no, is really it's the pen name which it's one was it this time purposes. you know what i mean um but yeah we, that's we, a magician's we, name yeah, <laughs> no, that's a wizard's name. Joe. That's a wizard's name. Yeah, <laughs> but we um we we had Andy Circus in the studio, and uh, we were like at the end we were like, hey man, look, just so you know, we're we're huge prestige fans, and um and a lot of Andy Circus's scenes are with David Bowie, and he said uh, that David Bowie would like do a scene and turn to um Circus and be like. Did I, did I sound like Inspector Clouseau there? Am I, am I a little bit too Clouseau? And then he would do Inspector Clouseau impressions on the on on the just the prestige stage. It was like, oh my god, that sounds fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty amazing. I thought you guys I thought you were going to be like, we turned to Andy Serkis and said, "Have you seen the Prestige?" And he's like, "No, yeah. I haven't seen it." Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "I like the Illusionist." Um. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, by the way, Gav put together uh, an amazing video of a whole bunch of celebrities being asked that question, and we're going to play that at the end of this interview. So Beautiful. stay tuned for that because that's super fun I, stuff. I laughed very, very hard. I'm glad this video is going to be shown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another fun fact for you here: the main character's initials spell Abra. As in, oh. Abra, Abra. Oh. get out Alfred of here, Boyan and Robert Angier. There we go. <laughs> they Magic, were magicians. Yeah, yeah, it's funny because if you actually put Hugh Jackman's uh, initials together, his character's initials, it spells on the nose. There we go. There we go. There, we go. there it is. And the last fun fact I have is uh, is pretty pretty interesting actually. Uh, Chung Lee Su was a stage character created by William Elworth Robinson, a white man who disguised himself as a Chinese man to cash in on audiences' enthusiasm for the exotic. So this is a real story. Uh, Robinson lived as Chung, never breaking character while in public. He died in March 1918 when a bullet catch trick went wrong. My God, I've been shot were both his last words and the first English he had spoken on stage in 19 years. 
Wow. Could you imagine if you were a stagehand, you'd be like, wait, you can fucking speak English this entire time? I'm glad you got shot, bro. I really thought you were about, but were both his last words and his first words. I was like, wait, what does that mean? <laughs> Christopher Nolan goes, wow. <laughs> Greg, what'd you think of the movie overall? It was good. Oh, cool, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's what it <laughs> I, I enjoyed myself. My for me, it was that I, I, you know this is a movie that has so much hype behind it coming up to this point because everyone's talked about it when we started doing Nolan interview that this oh, is going to be the best one and this is you know blah, blah blah and like the comments were going crazy when we did it and so like you know how that is as soon as you get that in your head you're like oh fuck here we go and yeah you, I got into it and yeah totally for me it was just the thing of like oh that's bail. Oh, I see where we're going. Okay. Right. And so the, like I think the performances are great. I think the uh the obviously I, I was right there with you of like, oh fuck, Andy Circus. Holy shit, David Bowie, Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> the girl from Coyote Ugly, that one girl. I don't know. I know her from something, but I don't know what it is. But it's like that whole thing of like the escalation of it. And then yeah, it ended and I was like, all right, that was a good movie. But I enjoyed it more on the ride than the finale for some reason. And I can't you put my finger like on the actual, it. the prestige of it all. Yeah. The, yeah. The third part, right. The third act there <laughs> didn't get me for some reason. And it was that thing of literally is it's one of those movies that, you know, man, I can't believe I haven't seen this. Cause I do love Christopher Nolan movies and I've seen everything pretty much since then, except Dunkirk. Right. And so like, I was like, that's weird. And I sat down and watched it and I finished it. And it wasn't until today that I was like, Oh yeah, the prestige. Like I need to think about that again. Like I hadn't thought about the movie for me. It was a book was closed back on the shelf kind of thing. Man, I just want to leave this company right immediately. Go do it, you <laughs> fucking coward. Andy, Go do it. Andy, it's because you have a beautiful imagination and you're an innocent, perfect human being, and Greg is just tainted. He's I'm sorry, tainted it's two and a half hours and not one fucking batarang gets thrown? Fuck off. Wolverine, let's do had, something. No one had the, the gosh darn gall and the indecency to put Alfred against Bruce Wayne in this one. And I just don't understand how this serves as a prequel to Batman Begins. I don't get it. <laughs> it is pretty confusing. I also love the, the idea that Black Widow, Wolverine, Batman are all just hanging out Hell together. Yeah. yeah. It's just great. And also, Gollum. no, I'm not going to give do any spoilers, but the amount of similarities between Last of Us 2 and this movie, pretty crazy. Think about it. Both in themes and in actual things that happen. I just don't. Saying. Just saying. See any similarities? With those, it's about the. Go the ahead and spoil it. If you haven't seen Last of Us, that's on you. If you haven't played Last of Us, when it comes to obsession and injuries. Okay. Uh, okay. So two fingers. Two the, the fingers. Yeah. Two main similarities. Anyways. Two similarities. Two main. What of the main fucking similarity? You know what I'm talking about. If you actually played the game, unlike some of these people, Nick, I played the fucking game. I beat the game. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And that second similarity, yeah, you're right. Let's 100%. get to the plot. Comes Let's get 48 plot. hours into the game. <laughs> plot. Plot. See, it's like the Nolan sound effect, guys. You yeah. Know? Like, wow. You understand? The reason they're not laughing is the same reason other people aren't laughing. It's not clever. That's why. (laughs) Yeah, so we get Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, no. We're right there with you. Uh, Are you watching closely, ladies and gentlemen? It's time to recap the prestige. Of course, we start with that conversation, and the one and only Alfred is there with a girl and a canary. (laughs) You're like, what are you up to, Alfred? Uh, He, of course, lays out the three parts of a magic trick, uh, the pledge, the turn, and, of course, the prestige. Uh, The pledge being taking something ordinary uh the turn is doing something extraordinary to it and then the pr- 
prestige is making it come back. And we see this with the canary. But while this is happening, we also see on a second plane of action, uh, the one and only uh, Wolverine, Hugh Jackman, uh, on stage in his dress blues up there, having a good time, doing a thing. Christian Bale gets up there. He's Batman. And he's looking in the cage like, what's, what's going on in this cage? Like, what you? And we were like, what's going on? I don't understand. And then he goes, I'm part of the bloody fucking act. We're like, oh, my God. And then he goes downstairs. And then there's this weird flashlight. And this guy's there. No fucking pupils. You're like, what the fuck is happening under his name? And he goes over. And then Hugh Jackman does it. And like, lightning's going. He's like, I'm Wolverine. And then. Yeah, Boom. he falls through said. a hole, and he falls. And this again, this is all uh, fucking uh, Alfred's out there. He's just like, "Oi, matey!" And he's like talking about the fucking things. And then he falls through, and he lands in a tub of water. And then the thing slams shut on top. And Bruce Wayne, he's just looking around like, mm, mm, mm. and then he's uh, Wolverine starts pounding the thing. And he's like, "Oh, he's drowning! What's going on?" And then it's fucking chaos. It's just fucking chaos, right? We jump from that uh, into a courtroom scene where it is, of course, uh, Michael Caine, uh, aka Cutter, aka Alfred, who he will not be referred to as Alfred by me. Uh, he's giving his testimony there's, there. No, uh, there's, there's another there's Alfred. another Alfred. It's going to be so confusing. What other Alfred? Oh, yeah. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Freddy. <laughs> no, that's Bruce Wayne Batman. How God fucking hard it, is this man. to follow? Again, right, I'm sorry, I really yeah, hope you just go into Batman Begins for the rest of the show. <laughs> so then Rachel Ghoul shows up and he's like, theatrics. <laughs> uh, no. They're in court and he's like, so what the fuck's going on here, right? And, and Cutter's explaining all the stuff again and that there was a tr- they were doing their trick. It's this thing where he, fa- he goes through the ground or the, the stage and he's going to be down there and then he's going to pop back up and everything's going to be great. But this man, and he points over there and he's like, Bruce Wayne, right? Uh, 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 Borden. Gordon. He was like, he did it. He, we, I came downstairs when I saw him go underneath the stage, and guess what I found? Everybody, him standing there watching Hugh Jackman drown. And they're like, oh, this is a fucking open and shut case, isn't it, guys? We got to get this guy out of here or whatever. And so everyone's like, rah, 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 rah. and there's a whole conversation that happens in the movie. I forget if it's in this scene about, uh, hey, like, you, you got to explain your trick to us and how it was supposed to work. Is it happening here, boys, or is it later? It's like right here. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, like right yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he doesn't all- to the judge in private. Right, right, right. That's the whole layout, right? He's like, well, tell us how the trick works so we understand. He's like, I can't do that. Like, I, I'm an illusionist. I sell the illusions, right? And he kind of explains what he does here, that there's a magician who performs the trick, but he helps design the illusions, and he's an illusionist. So he's like, I can't do that. But, yeah, the judge is like, well, could you tell me in private how it's supposed to go? He's like, yeah, I can. Uh, again, this is one of those movies, uh, as Nolan has tend to, tends to do, that jumps around so much that I think maybe we're combining and extracting and moving, but whatever. I think we're just going to have to do it, though. It's it's it, The time jumps are going to be too hard for you to nail, unfortunately. Well, you never know, man. Respect to you. So respect to you. Thank you. You've already messed up all the names of the characters. So is is this your first in review? I understand the RKG folks being mad at me about it. You, Nick. (laughs) All right. How hard did you get hit in the head? I'm not mad. I'm not mad. It's like excuse me, Krupa. This is between me and Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Greg, you know how this goes. Anytime any new people come in, and I just side with them immediately against you. That's how that's fair. And just just so you guys know, Greg has only two real skills in his life. Yeah. One is remembering the lyrics to every song ever. Like, not just the lyrics everyone should know, like, the rest of the lyrics. <laughs> and the other thing is being able to watch a movie and remember every single thing that happens in a way that doesn't make sense. This is the first time he's watched this movie. He's not yeah. reading off of notes right now. He just <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, is he reading this from... <laughs> no. Like, no. For, the record, for the record, you know that the one note I do keep in front of me is the IMDb uh, cast page. Right. Because I do... Even though I think it's a fun gag that Nick hates, apparently, I'm, and he's going to tell I'm me five years in the I love it. Krupa, can you tell Nick to be quiet, please? 
<laughs> don't do it. I'm saying don't, no. Don't get involved, mate. Don't get involved. I love mum and dad equally. Anyways, I I think it's a fun gag to come up with nicknames for everybody. But everybody else hates it. Oh, you're going to call him Alfred? There's already an Alfred. Alfred, they never fucking refer to Christian Bale as Alfred in the whole movie, right? He's Bowden, Borden, Borden. That's what they call him, all right? The Alfie at one point, right? And that's fun. No, Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> this feels a little tiny bit like you know in like, like when there's a couple who are just about to finish and they, uh, it's like the the dinner party episode of the office where yeah. Yeah. it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys are doing your own <laughs> twin stream well, it's, like, it's, like my, it's like my parents Nick and I are in our last gasp. It's kind of funny and close, and it'd be like, "Remember when they had RKG on? That that was that was when we knew. That was when we knew it was over." Next time it happens, just for the clip. Next time it happens when we all start fighting, me and Nick start fighting. You all need to have your drinks and like look around awkwardly (laughs) (laughs) while we're just like screaming about Alfred's. Say his name. So yeah, like we'll just put it here. We'll just put it here. He shows the so the judge they go to the private chambers or whatever and he explains the trick and like kind of shows it or whatever and he's like all right cool i got it that makes sense uh uh bowden now what do i want to say bowden why do i have bowden, bowden. In the brain? oh am i thinking of the bread the sourdough that's bowden. some good sourdough bowden. yeah bowden. all right i'm thinking of borden right lizzie borden now i got it don't worry i won't screw it up old bruce wayne lizzie borden right christian bale he's in jail now and let me tell you this ain't no nice jail today you go to jail they got it's like a five-star resort in there they got showers we're unsure if they have instagram but we think they we know tim and i know they can get their hands on it don't ask how don't ask how everybody all right um it's muddy though and crappy there and all this other stuff and so he they're you know worried about him breaking out of course because he's a magician so they think he's fucking cool some people call him a wizard uh all this stuff's happening there whatever but then this british guy shows up right and this is not unheard of because i think they're in britain at this point but i was very confused on where we were at any point in this movie uh this british guy shows up and nick where do we know this british guy from who walks in and I want to, uh, Lord Caldwell wants to buy your tricks. Oh, he was from Cheers. He played goddamn um, right yeah. he was. He was Kirsty Allen's boyfriend. He was Robin. He was Robin. Bar. Yeah, and he put Kirsty yeah, Allen. Yeah. yeah, that was. Him. And I'll tell you what, hey, guys, 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 guys. Greg and Nick are back together. They have. <laughs> this is it. What a beautiful relationship. We don't want to leave it on a cliffhanger. We don't want to leave it on a cliffhanger. But yeah, there he just shows up, and I was like, "Holy shit! I haven't seen you in forever." I'm glad you're okay. He hasn't aged a day since he walked through the bars in that bar in Boston. Did he? Uh, He shows up though, and he's like, "Hey, yeah, I want to buy all your old. We want to buy. Lord Caldwell wants to buy all your tricks or whatever." And he's already been looking into it, and we've already got some stuff purchased, and we're on it or whatever. But the one we don't have is your what is it called? Elusive man, invisible man. Teleporting the transported man. Transported man. He's like, I won't fucking sell that one. Like, ah, no, you'll fucking sell it. He's got money. He's like, no, I'm not gonna sell that one, mate. I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna stay in here and have a good old time. Like, I can get out whenever I want. I got a rubber bowl. And they're like, no, you're gonna sell. He's like, no. What what about your daughter? And he's like, and they they fucking leave. He doesn't sell them. Uh, He's like, I'm not gonna sell her either. Just out of curiosity, what price you offering? Just so I, if I know what I'm turning down. Now, as you know, Christopher Nolan loves to challenge me as best he can with these movies, and he's he's pushing me to the edge. We're, we already talked about the whiteboard. I'll need for Inception, but when this happens, this conversation happens. Dude from Cheers gives him Hugh Jackman's diary, and he's like, "Oh, that's fucking cool. I love diaries." And so he goes and starts reading that. Then what happens there is that this is a time jump. We go to Colorado, right, where Hugh Jackman rolls up to a hotel, and he's got 
his diary, but we're in the past, but he's got Batman's diary. And he's like, oh, this is interesting too. And it's a cipher. And there's all this, we start getting the introduction of a cipher and it takes for the introduction of the idea that it's going to take forever to decode. And he has to go and decode it all. And he's trying to figure out how he did his trick and all this other crap. But he checks in in Colorado and this one's been driving me crazy. If anybody can help me out here, throw Greg a bone. You know what I mean? Give dog, doggy needs his bone. And so what happens is he goes and checks in and the guy checking him in is also from a Batman movie, but I can't fucking place him. I know he's a, he's, he's a character remember. in Batman. He's and not like a main character at all. Like, a, and, and not like, he's like a party guest, but he's not a party guest. Everybody keep that in here for the next ones. Cause clearly it's going to be in the one we do ever Batman in review. We'll run into this guy again, but he's checking him in and he makes some reference to Thomas Edison's men here, right? Like the, not that they're here, but they were here or whatever, or some shit like that. I don't know. I'm like, and so that's cool. You're in Colorado now. Why are we in Colorado? Who would know? Uh, he then is like, all right, cool. I'm going to go talk to Nikolai Tesla, Tesla. And so he w- starts walking up this big hill to Tesla, and there's this big old fence. And by the way, Hugh Jackman's got a cane here. You're like, oh, that's interesting. I'm sure that'll be a plot point of something. Mm-hmm. And he walks up there, and like, there's this fence. And he touches, zaps him, like, and he falls down. And then Andy Circus comes out, and he's like, yeah, you get shocked, man. We put it up to keep the apes out, and he winks at the camera. And, uh, yeah. he, and he's like, hey, I'm from Planet of the Apes. Hey, I'm from New York. Hey, you know, he, goes, yeah. he goes, would anyone like a Caesar salad for lunch? Oh God! <laughs> no, that's good. Okay, because oh, yeah, you see, yeah, you see, Krupa <laughs> in the he was the monkey Caesar in the thing. You know? all inside. I saw that one. You're checking your email crushed, over there. <laughs> well, I was looking at the guy right in the hotel for you. I th- oh, thank the guy in the hotel, I think, was in Spider Man. Yeah, he's Dot. He's Dot to Mendelstrom in oh, the first Spider Man. He movie. is. He is. Fuck yes, you're back on the good I was side. All, I, I was like also that. checking my oh, email. Oh, he grabs the, right. the formula. <laughs> <laughs> Willem yeah. Dafoe. Can we watch the Raimi Spider Mans again? Come on. No. That no. is a fucking flicking yes, half yes, right there. Yes. Back yes. To formula. Thank you. Come on. That's, let me roll with you guys. Fuck yeah. <laughs> thank you. Oh, that was driving me crazy. It feels like you just scratched that part of my brain back here. No, he's Gave so mad at Norman. Remember? <laughs> this doggy loves this bone. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Andy Circus comes out. And he's like, Yeah, no, he's not going to see you or whatever. He's not about this life or whatever. And, you know, I forget. He's, you know, basically, this ain't happening, right? Get out of here. And he's like, I'll tell you what's happening. I'm going back to the hotel for an indefinite stay. Like, sort it the fuck out like come talk to me when he's ready to talk to me kind of thing i want to talk to him right and you're like mm-hmm. i forget why does this conversation end does he say we'll see eventually what happens there rory yeah he's he kind of like andy circus is like eh, blah 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 and then Hugh jackman's like all right well i'm gonna be down the hill so you let yeah, me right know. that's how this like, one ends because there's multiple conversations wait. here so it, it yeah. always gets with me it gets, he says it gets i'm gonna be staying at the hotel indefinitely yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, i'm basically yeah. gonna be there until he gets back to me yeah exactly exactly yeah uh from here we get a flashback right this is where we start getting the actual backstory between wolverine and batman it turns out they were working under some fat magician <laughs> who didn't seem that great and oh, he didn't want to do the cool stuff that guy's a real magician boring. Right? yeah yeah it's, oh wow andy yeah that's another great impression right there a line for tabo. yeah hmm. what was that part line for tabo. <laughs> that sounds like the you knot. bit your tongue the knot the length for tabo. uh oh, for tabo, okay. yeah Jesus, yeah come on Sorry, He's whoa, a, gosh, man. Andy's I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> don't, don't take his side on this. You know Six what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we get the flashback here. 
uh, it's yeah. Uh, this is where we get Piper Parabo, Parabu introduced. Uh, she's married to Wolverine. He kisses her leg every time on the show. Uh, and then yeah, when he he's high, he's always they're always you know they're the plants. They're called up from the audience. They come up. Uh, Wolverine ties her feet. Batman ties her hands. Uh, then she gets lowered into this tub of water, and then she gets out of it. And everybody's like, "Wow, magic exists! I won't kill myself in the 1800s or wherever the hell we are." And so, uh, we, you know, they act like they don't know him, and then we get backstage, and they all know each other, and they're catching up and talking. And yeah, you're talking about Langford Tabo. I think I got up to get wine at this point. I do. <laughs> I, double. I do remember <laughs> the Langford Tabo. I remember there being this thing happening there. So the conversation here was that he wanted to try a different knot, right? She wanted, yeah. they, they all wanted because I heard the part of like, well, no, no, no. If we switch the knots, it'll get wet. Mm. It'll expand. She yeah. won't be able to get out, right? And she's like, I can train through this. Uh, we can practice. Yeah. We can practice sure. with the Langford double. The Langford Tabo. Yeah. The Langford Dabo. That's, that's how Michael. Right. Yeah, Michael. Uh, Michael Kane. That's how he says it. Oh, so that's a Michael Kane impression. I thought that was a Piper Parable. Oh, no, no, Michael Kane. Kane. Terrible. Michael impression. Sorry. Michael Kane. Yeah. All right. So now, hold, so now give it to me. Now that <laughs> I have context, Kine. give me the whole thing from Michael Kane, Langford Tabo. She can't get out of the Langford Tabo. It's no. not a wet. <laughs> no, it just falls apart. <laughs> and give really? me some Snape. Give me some Professor wet. Snape. That's Professor Snape. Well, 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 Harry Potter. It's pretty good. How does it's it get worse every time? <laughs> like, the thing is, I, I've been out of practice. You, else. <laughs> the, you know, you it's a really, well, really Harry good. Uh, yeah, you know, it's a good uh, impression where the comment, the comment that you give yourself about how good it is, is longer than the impression. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Now I want to hear Snape saying that Harry Potter couldn't slip the knot. Yeah. I want to I want to merge him. Well, well, well. Harry Potter cannot slip the length of Tabo. He's lost it. He's lost it. What, what if Michael Caine and Snape were in a lift together? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> now let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move All right, on. Well, think about it, though. Think about it. I can write you some dialogue later if you want. Okay. Right. Okay. okay. Um. So, yeah. They and they're having this conversation, and they're also start arguing about how uh, the old man they work for won't do any cool new tricks. He's just doing the old shit. He won't catch a bullet. He won't do any of the fun stuff people want to see. And, and he's a real all- famous magician. Yeah, I was just gonna say, what is his name? Because he was in Dying of the Day. I think. Is that Ricky what it is? Ricky J. Ricky J. Ricky J. is a good name. Uh, and so they're like arguing about that. You got to be careful when you kiss her leg. Alfred's back there too, by the way. He works in the show. They're all one big happy magician family. And so they're like, no, but the guy down the street, the guy you referenced, the other uh, real magician who doesn't break character until he gets shot to death, right? What was his name? Sue. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're like, hey, yay. <laughs> okay, sure, that's the name. Uh, they're like, all right, cool. Let's go see him. So they go see him. And uh, they're watching him do his thing. And uh, Hugh Jackman puts it together of like when they're outside watching him leave. And they're like, oh, wait, he's like, oh, he's just faking. He's always in character. He's, you know, he's 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 totally fine. But he acts this way and never breaks character. What a crazy dedicated thing. Dedicated to, to the craft. I love that. Exactly. I love exactly. Um, and so he goes home and he gets into bed with Piper Perabu and he's telling her about it. He's got the fishbowl between his legs showing how he he walks and how he, tr- he would do it and yada, yada, yada. They start having a conversation about how he's, you know, he's going to have to come up with a magician name. She's come up with one of them for him. It's I think it's Link for Tabo. Uh, and they've got that name for him. And it's back to what you said earlier, because, of course, his family doesn't want him to be a magician. So, like, he can't really ruin the family name doing this, similar to how Tim changed his name. And so they were like, okay, cool. That's all great. That's good to know. And so from there, then introduced, uh, we get introduced to um, Batman falling in love. I'm sorry. Yeah. Nick. What was Tim's original name again? 
Oh, I don't want to say it. He, he changed it to be on camera with us. You know what I mean? Okay. Let's just say Secret. Langford F. Tabo. <laughs> you know I thought you were going to go with it. I thought you were going to go Langford not with it. I don't know how much of it is like in jokes for you and how much of it is real. Like when you were like, oh, he changed his name. We're like, ah, that's great. No, he did shut up. <laughs> Can't believe you'd come on this show without doing your history. Even know. <laughs> uh so yeah so then now yeah this is how uh batman meets sarah uh she's got what is it her niece right she takes to uh uh um, no her nephew he's like the bird's dead he's like oh yeah yeah, yeah, what happened to his brother and he's like kid you're ruining the act for everyone else kid jesus christ well for me i mean like this is what this is the twist of the movie that got me (laughs) because i was watching and jen's like oh they kill the first bird i'm like no there's two birds it's it's totally safe and then we see all the dead birds it's like oh no (laughs) magic the horrible business i don't like this at all yeah i don't like that yeah but anyways yeah there was a bird trick they killed one of the birds but you're not supposed to know that uh and then yeah they got the nephew and then sarah and batman meet and they're like okay cool and they start flirting around a bit and then he walks her home after you know we see the dead bird he walks her home and he's like can i come up and she's like no you can't come up or you can't come in because he walks through the door like you can't come in like you know there's rules about that he's like oh totally i understand see you later and then like creepiest part of fucking the whole movie creepazoid is in yeah. her fucking closet with a coffee maker <laughs> like jesus christ and then knowing what we scene, know <laughs> knowing what we know about the ending was this the uh, there was the was, was it the other, did the brother come break in and fucking sit yeah. in there the entire time waiting to make yeah. coffee well that's it's the thing i think that the, the one that is in love with her goes on the date and then the other one i, I assume gets the shagger um, yeah and that's like the first date so but yeah powers hates this scene I, i've been friends with you powers probably about six years and this is the oh there's like three things you dislike in life and this scene is one of them <laughs> honestly yeah this is like because i think this movie is like one of the best uh pub movies you can watch where you just watch it with your friends and then go to the pub and talk about it pretty much all night this is the only scene that i get genuinely really fired up about uh because because it doesn't make any sense that if it was the other brother like the whole movie is the fact that they take this so seriously that he's gonna cut his finger off to keep this bit going but then he's also like hey do you want to just fuck about a bit on a date and just sneak into this room it's like no they would never do that in a million yeah. years so they're brothers yeah. you'd be like help me out i really love her i really yeah. like her help but, me out come on listen yeah, I for, for it to her. work it would mean that for, for it to work it would mean that basically mm. at one point in time the two twins both looking identical were like 10 feet from each other it's like they would never allow that to happen they only leave in costume yeah. oh it drives yeah. me crazy you have to yeah. really do have to suspend disbelief on that one though because like if, totally if there's first off they'd have to look identical for a, a wife not to realize there's two separate people and there's just no way she wouldn't there's just no way it just wouldn't yeah, I would quite. say on I would say on this point, uh, my dad was an identical twin, and occasionally my mom would get phone calls from her friend saying, "I really hate to tell you this, but oh I've seen your husband out with other women." <laughs> and it was actually my aunt, or my dad did cheat on her. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. yeah. It was my aunt. She missed the description of my aunt, or he was with my aunt. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it wait, is it possible though that I mean they are good at sleight of hand? Could he have just gotten in? Is it? It could be the same like, brother that you can't. No, you gotta think. You gotta think, Greg. Like, it happens so fast. Yeah. 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 Like if I'm her, I open the door to go look for the other one because no. there's well, no the pop- like you see that. Like, there's real man. I think that's the sad thing is like he doesn't go. 
she must be a fucking moron she's fallen for that like i know we're in, like <laughs> i know we're in victorian times and like something like that could possibly happen but she just goes along with it straight away just like oh my god like magic exists this is great yeah. i like to think that's what all magicians think after they filled you with a trick going you must be a real fucking moron <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think they, 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 make party. they make <laughs> they make like, a really good point in, in kind of hammering the, ho- the point home of being like people who go to see magic shows want to be fooled and like they yeah. buy yeah. into it. And I think that was sort of kind of supposed to be applicable here where she loves him. So she's like, oh, this is going to be this is just who this guy is. He's a magician. He's always pulling stuff over here and there. But I will say that, like, I think Christian Bale does a great job of like if you watch this movie back again you will know exactly which which brother is which brother Absolutely. in each scene yeah. and in this scene you can tell that the the one that makes it to the end is the one that walks her up the stairs and the one that gets hung is the one that's in the apartment because he's got a weird like cockiness yeah, he, to him yeah he's kind of yeah, a little bit more grin. abrasive yeah he's got that he's got that christian bale like shitty grin that he does sometimes you're like this guy's up to no but good. it's like but yeah like the, so the one in the room eventually like you know probably bangs her right at the end of the yeah. night Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. the one that went on the date with her, what if he Well, we're assuming they if, had sex on that what date. By, it's what possible they the, just had coffee. But what if by the end of that date he's like, Oh dude, this chick sucks? Like you do not want to like <laughs> you, and you get back to the apartment, it's like my brother's waiting for her in there and this she sucks. Like, how do yeah. I ward it? Like, I don't Andy, know. Just, Andy, I'm gonna tell you one thing right now. You have a brother, that would be the best. I'd be like, she's great. <laughs> She's great, buddy. Um so we see that thing, and then from there we jump back to the real world, uh, where the policeman is gonna look at the props and stuff. And so he's going through, and this is where we see the machine for the first time, right? Because or is it a policeman or is it an inspector for not Clouseau, but uh Callaway or whatever? Whatever. There's a dude walking around. Maybe it's the judge who's like, what are all these things? And then he's like, what's this one? And it's like the giant triangle and he opens it up and it's like, it's a teleporter kind of thing. How does it work? He's like, that's the thing. It's not magic. It just fucking it works. And you're like, yeah, all right, cool, whatever. And that's the end of that. And then from there, it's uh, we're back into the old and old and olden times where uh, Batman, Coyote Ugly, and uh, Wolverine are going to do the trick again. And so they bring, uh, they come up on stage, they tie the knots. And this is very important. Uh, Batman ties a knot. What knot does he tie? Who knows? Batman doesn't know from here on out. Do we know he as a sure person? Knows. Yeah, of course he does. He does. He one brother sure knows. knows. Yeah. Um, Oh, uh, good point. Wow. Good point. I never even caught that. Damn. I, never oh my God. God. I never thought about yeah. that. That's a great point. That's a great point. That's why you're here. Everybody That's why I always, because I always wonder, like, how do you not fucking know? We saw it. Like, we saw you change the knot. Yeah. The other brother goes to the funeral. He's the yeah. one who feels sorry for her. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I never, I never caught that. That's funny. And he wouldn't wow. have known. So the brother was like, I'm not going to tell you, basically, because I don't give a shit. Wow. <laughs> so he ties these knots. He, the knots get tied. Uh, Piper Paraboo gets lowered into the water. Alfred clicks a stopwatch that I didn't mention before, but he has a stopwatch. Uh, and then, sure as shit, 60 seconds goes by. There's no, and they know something's wrong. Everybody on stage doing a look around or whatever. Alfred grabs the fire axe, or he already had the fire axe. He runs out there. They pull it down and they start slamming into the thing. And she's in there. And this slamming the axe into it takes only another good 30 seconds tops. But then it breaks open. She comes out and she's just drowned and nobody knows CPR. To which I said, did this exist back in the day? And Jen said it did. So I don't know. Cause she says water's been around forever. And I was like, that's a pretty good mm-hmm. point. So 
they just let her sit there dead though and Hugh Jackman's like touching her face and doing like but Greg, maybe that's another amazing similarity to The Last of Us Part One is that she can't swim. <laughs> Great, that's a good point. There uh, there's a lot good of people, uh, including us right now, that are starting a rumor, and we're going to start noting this movie to death to see how many times The Last of Us ripped it off, and Neil Druckmann doesn't have an original idea. Three, three, <laughs> three so far. Three so far. Let's um, not get ahead of ourselves. You know what I mean? Miller, I briefly looked into it. Looks like the CPR has been a thing since the 1600s. Wow. Also, you would imagine if you had someone doing a water trick like that you'd have you'd have some knowledge of how to resuscitate yeah. someone yeah. with water in their lungs <laughs> now the chat is telling me kevin cpr was invented in the 1960s maybe cpr <laughs> but i'm seeing you know the things you use to stoke a fire i've got one of those shoved into someone's i'll bring it up i'll bring it up for you guys yeah i know what you're I, saying the kevin. bellow I, method is what it was called at one point <laughs> hold kevin, on this is a good image kevin's talking about Hold on. I understand what Kevin's saying. <laughs> you well, all even, understand even it. Just too. turning her on her side and like hitting her back. Exactly. I'm I, I don't mean like I don't mean that yeah. I expected fucking Batman and, and Wolverine in the 1800s to be CPR certified and have their card in their pocket. <laughs> yeah. I just meant does anybody understand? Oh, see that? Oh. Yeah. That so great. I mean they they got it figured out. So they understood you could get the water out of people. Yep. That's what I'm saying. You yep. know what I mean? Water also, water I, they thought water was demons and you just couldn't get it out. Just, <laughs> Once, yeah. They didn't want to mess with God's plan. <laughs> Once you were dead or sleeping, they're like, this is it. They just, gave, it. You, they just gave you some cocaine and sent you on your way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cocaine and a potato. Did that bring them back? No, that's the end of it. Sorry. That's all we got. Before we move on, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you about our sponsor. Today, we are sponsored by Kevin Coelho's Twitter. You should follow at kind of funny Kevin what? on Twitter because lately he's just been on fucking fire. <laughs> what are you I don't know if about? you guys have noticed this shit. No. But Kevin just never tweets ever. And then all of a sudden, one one night every month, he'll just tweet a thousand things. Yeah. And you just see Kevin's mind start to work, including hits like responding to a picture of Corey Barlock that just says, I've been looking for some good toe socks. Last time I went to a sock store, the guy chuckled and said they didn't have any. It's a store that only sells socks. Forgive me for thinking they might have some variety. Anyway, please give us God of War 2. No rush. Take your time. Make it good. It's like, cool. Thanks, Kevin. Well, Thanks, no, Kevin. in that photo, <laughs> he had toe socks time. on. They looked very comfortable. Yeah. Um, there was also a best friend uh, that tweeted us that said, 100% at kind of funny Kevin said, quote, wet your pee-pee. Uh, and Kevin replies, no clue what you're talking about, but maybe... <laughs> <laughs> no, the other thing, Kevin, that's that's really input, Kev. PPE, like the remember that we were talking about PPE, and I said, "Did you say wet your PPE?" So that's my fault. <laughs> One and two, Kevin is a person who sleeps with very cold feet. If you find those toe socks, hook a brother up. There All right, you go. I'll be and, on top and of course, recently Kevin posted a picture of him holding his giant dog Cecil, uh, mm. wearing Andy's nitro rifle shirt and some me undies, and Matching it is uh, it's a thing of beauty. It's a thing of beauty. Anyways, I, would, I, 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 I love by Kevin's Twitter. I, I love um, when I am tagged in a thread with Kevin and I forget that this tweet, that said tweet existed until four weeks later when Kevin finally responds to said tweet. Yeah. And I look at it. It's like this was tweeted <laughs> so long ago. Look, and, um, I, I'm sure that people appreciate the response regardless of its tardiness. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. And regardless <laughs> of the spelling errors. <laughs> I'm not rereading these things. They're out and go. There's 400 of them lined up. You know, at that Are point. Are we still in the ad right now? Does Sony pay for this? <laughs> to the plot. Really? So I, that was a long coffee fill on my part. Uh, so guess what? Piper Parabu, star of Coyote Ugly, is dead. Uh, we're at her funeral now. I'm Piper Parabu. Piper Parabu. I'm Piper Parabu. Uh, 
uh, we're at her. <laughs> We're at her funeral, right? And she's in a glass casket, which is the most baller ass way to be buried. Yeah, Nick. Can I ask can I ask questions to the to the British fellows that are on this podcast right now? Is yeah. who does the better British accent? Does she do a good British accent here? Or does is Jack? I thought you meant out a U lot. I was like, <laughs> I was like it's, it's it's close, but yeah, it's really good. I, would, I would say I would say Greg's British accent, which I think is a Keso thing. Yeah. Normally quite offensive. In relation yeah, yeah. to Alfred Borden, quite accurate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I literally I heard Piper Perry, but I was like, is she British? Because every once in a while when you'll you'll hear an American do a British accent, you're like, I think that's close. But I'll be honest with you guys for the most part, every time an American does it a British accent, it makes me cringe. I don't know how you guys feel about right. that or not. But it's pretty bad. Well, I I, I, I mean really I feel like her. I feel like um, British people are so much better doing American accents and than, than vice versa. So I agree with yeah. you, Nick. I agree okay. with you. Okay. Well, no, no, American accents. No. No, hold on one second, because uh, Nick was like, I don't know, what do you guys think? Indicating the British guys, and Andy just started talking. You know, British guys, <laughs> to talk about the accents. I, like, sometimes I think the Scarlett Johansson does a decent one in this, and then other times I feel like she's doing rubbish. a really, really comedy accent, and she's kind of like being like, all right, mate, how's it going? Um, which is similar to what you guys do yeah we we, um, we were we were we don't all uh, do it just to be clear yeah yeah not you guys i told i, I, told I act i act on a scarlett johansson level and i thank i'll you never for the compliment <laughs> I, re I remember uh when we were watching the watchdogs legion trailer and there were so many people uh british people in our chat saying like these accents are so bad but of course we just had to be the ignorant people and be like they sound great to me guys <laughs> like yeah. i don't know what you're talking about these then, accents like, sound awesome. my Michael Caine sounds like a fake English accent. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, that's why it's hard because yeah. it's difficult because a bad English accent sounds like a Victorian London magician. And mm. that's what they all are. So it's like a wizard. It kind a of wizard. fits a wizard accent. <laughs> but I think Michael Caine is British. That was a joke. Okay. I don't know. I've, <laughs> yeah. I don't, uh... I've never seen him and the Queen in the same room, so can't prove True. it. That's um, true. Anyways, Piper Yeah, I'm not. I'm not into her accent. But then she's not in it for very long anyway. So if you're a bit, so you'd be like, well, any minute now, she will be dead. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Piper Perry is dead. She's in the glass casket. That's cool. Uh, Tim, make sure Jen buries me in the glass casket with we'll Porto. Um, and so everybody's there, and it's a real solemn occasion. And guess who shows up? Lizzie Borden himself, Batman. He walks in all hat and hand, like, ah, oh, sorry, I killed her. And everybody's like, Alfred's like, what the fuck? And then, like, yeah, Wolverine's like, what the fuck? And he's like, what kind of knot did you tie? And he's like, I don't know. I don't remember. And he walks You don't off, know? Off. Yeah. You don't know? You don't know? I don't know. Love it. Love awesome it. scene right here. Or this maybe is the just one, like one of the Oscar. I tied the knot that I was supposed to. Please don't Wink. get angry with me. And then it's done. You know how movie. The eagles fly in. They drop the ring in the God. fucking fire. They fly oh, out. Yeah. The movie. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you wouldn't have, have done that fair. He should have been like, which is the one that will upset you less? At the <laughs> funeral of the person yeah. that really? I think I killed. That's Be the cool, one I tied. Be cool. <laughs> cool. Exactly. Uh, so, Wait, anyways. Quick, quick question here from, uh, from me. From Kevin. Who's <laughs> not, what, not was the, what was the point of <laughs> right. tying a different knot? Like what, I think it was supposed to be that, sturdier and not come undone because I think there was yes. there was a moment where they where they say this if she drops like, the knot yeah 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 it gets jacked up and this this knot slips she might fall but then I remember Michael Caine making that point of being like tie the knot that I want you to tie I don't but know it maybe just it feels more like they had the knot down and no point was I think you know? it yeah no, so they they think it into the, was that it 
group. I think it feeds into one brother wanting to push it always, continually do yeah. more, do better magic, challenge yourself. Uh, okay. He's the brother that always goes to like Andrew's axe. I think he's the one that's like responsible Fuck, for this movie's cool. that, that that's happens. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as well as like he says, like he, the one of the brothers cannot tie the actual the good knot that Michael Caine thinks is good. Um, so which he says, like, that's why we need to do the Langford double. It um and that's kind of where it is. But I guess like you guys have all worked at similar places to us where maybe you've had people above you um that insist on doing things a certain way, but you know that there's a better way to do it, even if that way kills Piper Parabu. Gav, one time I was building Legos and Fran Michael Mobrella the third came over and he was like, You need to pre-organize them first. And it was like, that's not faster for me, man. I get it. Yeah. It's definitely not fun. Yeah. <laughs> Fran Mirabella. Definitely not fun. <laughs> Whoa, that's out of context. Slightly in context, but out of context. Yeah, I watched, I watched uh, Starsky and Hutch yesterday on Netflix. How many movies did you watch? <laughs> and for whatever reason, I want you guys to all visit your homework. Go watch Starsky and Hutch tonight and tell me how much Ben Stiller's character reminds you of Fran Mirabella that. I digress. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So yeah, he he storms out of there, and then we're back to uh, yeah, uh, Batman starting a new life with Sarah, and he's there, and he's talking about like he's got to go out on his own now, obviously, because he's fucking fired for killing somebody, and so he's gonna start his own thing, but they don't have any money, but he's like, I'll make money because I'm gonna make a really cool new trick everybody's gonna want to see and all this stuff, and she's like, well, How would you do that? And he pulls out a fucking gun. She's like, Holy shit, dude, no! And he's like, No, it's fucking easy. And he gives her the gun. He's like, Shoot me. Fucking shoot me, shoot me, shoot me. She's like, I don't want to shoot you. And so uh, I think she, she uh, he, he, or she pulls it aside and shoots it. He pulls it aside and shoots or something. Well, it goes off. And then he became the Joker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she goes, wow. And he grabs it. He's like, oh, got the bullet. And she's like, oh my God, how did you do that? And he's like, you promise you won't tell anybody? And so he shows this whole thing of like very, you know, whatever. And he, he stomps the thing. He puts the gunpowder in. He puts the little handkerchief for God or whatever the hell. And then he puts the bullet in there and he stomps the bullet down. But then the little thing he's got got the little grab claw on it and it grabs the bullet like sucks it back out so he slides hands it so he's always got the bullet the gun was never loaded and she's like this is brilliant it's also very easy once you figure it out and you feel like a moron watching this trick he's like that's magic and uh, he's like there's still and then she's like this is like it's this interesting roller coaster because he at first she's like this is too dangerous and then he's like no it's not and she's like oh this isn't dangerous at all and he's like no it kind of still is because people can Fuck be fucking morons yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. let me tell you all no, always how to go wrong we always laugh so hard at the flip in this conversation because at the yeah, start so she's good. like, she's like, what if someone puts a bullet in it? And he's like, no, 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 look, it's not dangerous at all. And she's like, oh, I guess it's not. And he's like, well, someone might put a bullet in it. So my favorite bit is the object of danger is it somebody could put a button in it. A button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, God forbid, a bloody bullet. <laughs> oh. I would I would have loved I would have loved for him to be like for her to be like yeah that's you know it's not that impressive a after on him be like whoa whoa, whoa hold I, I fucking teleported into your room first off yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm capable like, of crazy shit. A good story Let me tell you a high. story about that's our first date really <laughs> who you think you've been fucking you don't even know <laughs> you got no fucking idea yeah not laughing about the buttons now are you <laughs> uh, so from there we go to a bar where he is uh, performing this Batman is performing this uh, Borden is performing this and uh, nobody cares he's got the stupid rings shit you know I mean like, there's a there's a magic shop in town that I could go to get it get these stupid rings and do it and everybody's like ah shut up we fucking hate you and they're having a great time in the pub i really wish you, you could still go to the bars uh but they're yelling at him and telling me fucking sucks and so he's like all right fine he finally pulls out a gun and was like whoa now we'll pay attention 
And he's like, I need somebody from the audience. And I'll tell you what, I don't know how like Wait, was, quick, right. I'm, I just need to say this, especially because he's not here right now. But this yeah. reminds this scene of just all these people just not giving a fuck about this guy's magic just reminds me of every time I see Nick do stand-up comedy at open mic. And I'm just like, oh my god, here we go. Yeah. And for the record, that's not a that's he's not a even in the room, Nick's, man. No, no, no. That's not a criticism <laughs> of Nick's comedy. Nick's good at comedy. It's, it's just it, the fact it, that it is, I've, these, well, I've been there. I've seen this happen to him, and I've seen how sad it can be. So, yeah. Don't talk right, about shut it. Up, shut up, shut up. He's back. He's back. All right. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> he, he's like, I, I don't understand how this could possibly work because this is magic unto itself. But every time they call on someone random from the audience, it, it's the fucking person it needs to be. <laughs> so this time, sure as shit, it's fucking Hugh Jackman out there. Wolverine with a fake fucking beard on. Maybe a real beard. I'm not sure. Uh, actually, is Nick back yet? No. Nope. I want to no, grab his headphones. And then he walked. Yeah, out. he's listening somewhere. Yeah, side, he's you know, somewhere. He's sneaky uh, that way. He is. He's pulling magic right now. Disappearing act. Uh, so yeah, he walks up there, and he, the you know uh, they, he's already loaded the gun, which he kind of does his back to the audience to begin with. So it's like oh, this isn't an impressive trick at all. There's no sleight of hand here. He's hiding a bullet. Doesn't matter. Hands the gun over to Jackman. Jackman puts a bullet into it. Uh, and and Borton's like, all right, let's fucking do it. And he turns, and that's when he makes eye contact, and he realizes, oh shit, this is actually uh, not. Uh, just a random person from the crowd this is in fact the man's uh whose wife i killed and he yeah. brings up his hands like real slow and then it's and then uh his dude uh his brother i forget the character's name but his brother's over fallon. there the illusionist fallon like jimmy the fallon ingenue, ingenue. Uh, uh jimmy fallon's over there watching this happen he notices something's going on of course he knows hugh jackman so he puts it together and it's hugh jackman's talking some shit because then he asks him again what not did you tie, what not did you tie? Yeah. yeah exactly and it's just like this that's that's a cool thing but i if i'm hugh jackman just fucking shoot him just shoot him be done with it you know what i mean but he doesn't so he delays and he asks questions which that's what the grabbler would never do uh and while he does that uh fallon runs in he you know is able to tackle hugh uh the gun goes off it takes off uh the what ring finger and pinky on the left hand of uh our man batman who's screaming and doubles over in pain every rushes to him hugh jackman gets up he fucking leaves um this uh um is this is either we jump to i need help from the boys we either jump to the wounds being treated no it's too soon right so it's got to be that we look we're back to colorado where we look at the diary because it is that he which i don't know because he's he does he yell it again he doesn't he doesn't remember as he leaves and he's looking at the diary and the diary actually says yeah. like i really don't remember what not i fucking died <clears throat> and hugh jackman's well, like this guy's a fucking good. moron that's one of the really interesting bits of the diary where like language is really important because you realize like however many times there is into watching it that the diary isn't a diary that's one of the ways that uh christian bale the brothers that's one of the ways they communicate so one of them is saying like me one of them says i and it kind of like jumps between them and then oh. that's obviously what hugh jackman is reading it's like how can he not know and he's like first line a mind a mind divided yeah Krupa, what do you yeah, got? the very first line is it the very first line of the diary it says we were two young men on the start yeah. of a great career and the yeah. first time you think that means ah. anton and borden but it's actually the two borden actually, brothers yeah, i should watch this again I like this yeah. movie for the record. It's a film it. that like is gets better on repeat viewing. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. The best viewing I had for sure. Like I enjoyed it way more the second time. Yeah. Okay. Well, Greg, Kevin, you didn't like the movie. Just be honest. Like, don't try Me? to seem cool now. <laughs> Kevin, there's a reason you're not on this. Tim sucks. I hate him. <laughs> can we can we just recap my my favorite fucking thing Kevin said in 
uh, ages, maybe even all five years. Sure. We're setting this up, and, and and Kevin's like started down the track of being like morose for not being on. He's just like, no, no, it totally makes sense. Seven people, that makes perfect sense. Eight people, that's anarchy. <laughs> that's just wild. That's just wild. Well, to be clear, Eight I people. just expected there'd be a lot more technical issues and moving around, which it looks like there is, Kev. What? I'm seeing you move people around constantly. No, I'm not. Wow. I just He's made Andy okay. bigger. Cool. I just made Andy trying bigger. Trying to make your job easier. Not All trying right. to be an Challenging. apple. Kevin, Back do to me the a plot. favor. Hey, Kevin, for the rest of this show, make yourself bigger. So whenever you chime in, you're as big as the screen. Yeah, right? give me one second. Or no not. Yeah, or we yeah. could not do that. That'd be... <laughs> Nick, we want to... We're, we're 15 minutes I could do more movie. of me. <laughs> Nick, we want to... Is that what you... That's perfect. That's perfect. That's exactly what I want. More Kevins. That's it. There you go. Just up the count of people in this fucking movie. 15 people on the podcast. So anyways, yeah, he's on it. He's mad. He's back in Colorado. He's reading the diary. Oh, how does he not know? Blah, 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 blah. And this is... Yeah, then the next thing is... Him getting his uh, Batman getting his wounds tended because uh, he had gotten his fingers blown off, and this is what we're talking about earlier. Where I don't understand why they're bleeding like this again. I, and I, you, I, you know, I, at least when I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, obviously he opened his stitches up or whatever. But in yeah. fact, no, as we've talked about it, right? Like it's not that; it's the fact that uh, he had them chopped off, which we see at the end of the movie, and you'll see there too. Oh. This is also uh, talking about things that make more sense on second viewing, right, or third viewing or whatever. This is when he's like, she's like. He's like, they're having an the argument about money. And he's like, I, you know, the, I need to do the magic to pay for the thing. Your thing can't pay. And he's, she says something about sharing your food. And he's like, I'm already sharing my food, which again, I would have interpreted obviously sharing with her, but he means sharing with his brother. And now this is actually the fact that, yeah, no, she's pregnant to which you already said, right? Uh, oh, we should tell Fallon, which is, yeah. it is a weird out of context for you think of like, all right, yeah, I guess that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know that, that brother doesn't care. He's just like, oh, it's probably not mine. And cool. That's <laughs> yeah, dope. Neat. Kids. I like kids a lot. Um, <laughs> then where are we? Okay, so then um, Hugh Jackman is at a bar, right? This is what the cool – he has the little uh, – uh, the card at the bottom of his glass, which I think is dope. Do you guys do this to each other? Do you, when you show up, do you guys in, in Britain go put it on the bottom of the glass? Is this a normal all thing? All the time. It's how yeah. we organize yeah. all our meetings. It's very it's, impractical. We don't, have <laughs> we don't have techs in London. This is how <laughs> I love it. God, what a better what a better way to live. Uh, and so, yeah, Alfred's there, and Wolverine goes and talks to him, and he's like, oh, I heard you. You know, you're just drinking your, way, drinking your life away, but you still look fucking awesome. And he's like, I know. Uh, but uh, – uh, you know, you should get back to magic. I heard the other guy fucking lost some fingers in a weird thing. I uh, know. And so it's like, no, let's do a fucking show. Let's let's actually get into this. Let's uh, get some shit going on here. And he's like, okay, cool. Now, this is where my timeline gets fuzzy. And I need help from the lads, as Lucy James would say. So at this point, they start, he starts, uh, Wolverine starts doing his show. But then it, does he get he gets up and running, but it's a boring old schooly show. And then what happens is Batman shows up and he's got the illusion, the trick. Uh, well, um, Borden turns up and sabotages his act with the bird right. cage. Right, oh, right, God, right, that's right, a right, brutal right. Scene. To pay him back. Totally. Ooh. Thank you very much. That is what I've forgotten. And I don't know if you that's really. You would think that you would be like really looking out when you brought people on stage <laughs> from that point on. You know what right? I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I'd be like, oh, you look even remotely close to Christian Bale. You're not getting in the fucking. <laughs> yeah. No men. No men on stage. No men. <laughs> that, that was the moment Andy cracked up, like was laughing at me because I gasped so loud when it was Christian Bale. I was like, oh shit. Like, I was like, I don't know what's about to go down right now. I'm like, this is like, that, that poor. That, that poor. Yeah. Lady who just got oh, all yeah. of her fingers, fingers. smashed, oh. and will never be able to pick up a pen ever again. 
that's she's the real she's the real uh, victim of this yeah so thing. the thing was yeah he was building up to his new show he was going to do the bird trick at the end that everybody's say, seen a million times oh yeah but instead he had some kind of robo back <laughs> that they cranked up like he's a fucking tin man that's going to suck the bird out his arm and shoot it out over here i don't understand i don't know what the fuck's happened i could have had a movie all about this chassis if you ask me <laughs> But uh, he's yeah, he gets up and he calls. Oh, he's like, the audience starts booing when he's like, it's his finale. Yeah, yeah, he brings up the random people to do it. Turns out one of them, of course, is uh, uh Batman. And yeah, at the last second, he looks like, and he goes, ah, and the fingers and the bird and every screaming. Oh. And it's just you think right here, your career's fucking over. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is fucking done. We're not putting magic because even the guy comes back and he's like, hey man, you're all fucking fired. I'm putting a comedian on yeah. stage. You know, I hate comedians, they're the least interesting people in the world. They shouldn't even be fucking doing this. They should give up on this. They should probably get real jobs. They should probably find better ways to use their uh, nights too far. to use their yeah, creative yeah, energy. I'm, I'm sorry, Nick Scarpino right. from kind of he's funny. At, he's was, looking at I, his phone, dude. I just I just wanted to ask the uh the the British fellows that are on this podcast, is London now like it was before, where people could just go around shooting each other and there were no repercussions whatsoever? <laughs> no. Wait, or Pretty much, yeah. Don't have guns. What? Yeah. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> this is like these guys get away with a lot of shit. At one point, we're gonna get to it. Uh, someone gets kidnapped and hung from the ceiling, and nobody reports that whatsoever. Everyone's like, "We're just cool." What happens in magic stays in magic. Maybe magic has their own consortium of police officers that come in and are like, "No, this wizard fucking did it right" or whatever. But this just seems like these guys are crossing a line completely. Someone gets buried alive at one point, and yes, everyone is really cool with it. Everyone is absolutely fine with it. <laughs> the Muggle stuff. police are just like, leave it alone. Leave yeah, it alone. They're, wizards. <laughs> they're wizards. They're wizards. We have no authority here. <laughs> they will disappear, you motherfucker. Don't do it. <laughs> Krupa, what's up? I was, was going to say about the bird trick and stuff that you find out on repeat viewings that Andrew does the bird trick that Borden does earlier, but he cutter invents a new method for achieving the effect but if he does it the boredom way he might figure out the transported man because boredom's method involves a brother bird like sarah's uh, nephew right at the beginning of the movie goes what about his brother yeah. which is literally the trick yeah are you well, in, but it's interesting because i don't what i like about this and watching on a second viewing is that it wouldn't have mattered he doesn't it's not that he wants to know exactly how he does the trick it's that he wants to be better and he wants to beat him so like yeah. at, at, at one point brother, yeah. michael kane literally tells him it's a double he's like it's yeah, a yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. double that's how he does it it's a length of double yeah. he doesn't want to <laughs> but he doesn't want to uh to acknowledge that he doesn't want to accept mm. that because he has to there has to be a better meaning for it you know like yeah, I, don't know. I just think that's kind of cool. It's it's it is about that obsession, uh, which is world thing number one that was uh, Last of Us. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, exactly. I I also just want to point out that you know uh, Greg was railing and just talking shit about comedians, and Nick was just in a different world. Yeah, like, was not paying attention to any of it. <laughs> Well, Nick had his hand up, but I was like, oh, shit, I just found out this guy's a comedian. This is going to be insane. <laughs> no. <laughs> just a different tangent. Like, <laughs> Would you believe that the entire time Greg was talking, I wasn't listening to him. I was just waiting to make my no, stupid. We know. Yeah, we, that's what you do. <laughs> Sometimes you got, it's it's so complex in here. You have to shut everything else out to keep the idea in. I hear so, you. No, I'm right there with you. There's I'm no right way there that's you. true. There's no way it's ever that <laughs> complex in there. <laughs> Back to the plot. Back to the back plot. to the plot. Back to the plot. So uh, we're back to not modern times, but we'll call them mid times. Where uh, we're in Colorado, and Andy Circus comes down, walking like one of the Planet of the Apes guys, and he's like, "Listen, uh, Tesla, you're still here. 
Tesla, does he say he will work with them or he won't work with them? But then he drags him to the electrical field that I that yeah. he somehow electrified all of Colorado. Is this something that really happened? I don't know much about Tesla. Uh, other than he got turned he, into a car. He kind of got really weird at the end where he made a lot of big statements that like weren't necessarily backed up. He's he was working crazy. on a way of transporting electricity through the skies. So <laughs> like, Hold on, hold on. Science, science, science with Kev. I'm Kevin. There you go. I don't like that you added that last part. I just want to say that. Uh, well, so, like, he, he also had this this machine that he, like, said that, like, would hit the resonance frequency of, of like, whatever to put you put it on. And it, like, would create an earthquake and whatever. What So there was a lot of weird things he was doing. But, like, towards the end of his career, he was working on a way of, like, like he was making this big giant tower to, like, tran- to shoot, like, from a power plant electricity across, like, and... and so this idea of a giant like Wi-Fi electricity wireless thing is like kind of in there. Interesting. Also, he did go to Colorado, right? He did at one point take refuge yeah. in Colorado. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So some of that and was. He was David Bowie. Yes, he had the two eyes. He, that's true. <laughs> Remind me of the baby. Um. So yeah, he shows in the field. He shows his thing. I think this is when we're introduced to the idea that. He's like you made a Tesla made a machine for Batman, and I need to, I need to know about that machine, or I need mm-hmm. I want my own machine, right? Is that right, lads? Is that right? That seems right. Yeah. Okay. It sends, it so, sends him on a wild goose chase. Yeah. Yeah. What's the wild goose chase? Well, uh, I think, yeah, Borden never went to Tesla. I think. Well, yeah, I think exactly, so. exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah because what what happens from here is we get the flashback now to like whatever fucking World's Fair they're at, where Tesla is about to do something, and the things <clears> are crackling <throat> like crazy, and everybody's panicking, and. Uh, Wolverine looks across the aisle and Batman's there and they leave together or well, they don't leave together but like Batman leaves and Wolverine Follow. follows and he goes outside and he's doing like yeah, Wolver- Batman it's weird because Batman is walking a lot like Wolverine and Wolverine's walking a lot like Batman like you know h- hiding and shit in plain sight and so but he gets out there and what like, does he Batman do the two step like the, <laughs> the, the, the back dance <laughs> uh, uh, we get out there and you know uh, Wolverine sees that Batman's got a family now and he's got a daughter and he's got a, a wife and he's he's living the happy life and everything's perfect for him and this only makes him more angry yeah. um, and then I think f- from there oh fuck hold on from there we we go we go back to the modern, modern time, not modern time. Like here, it's not like it's all happened in a forest preserve, uh, but like where Batman's in jail and his daughter shows up. Uh, yeah. His daughter shows up and talks to him and right. And wants to get out or some shit or wants him to leave, obviously. And this is Calhoun again, playing with it of like trying to get the fucking secrets from him. Right. And like, hmm. she's going to be put up for adoption or like whatever. She's going to be an orphan. If this doesn't, it's not Calhoun. It's the guy from cheers saying she'll be put up for, or maybe it is the brother. <clears throat> I forget whoever's there, but like we're getting the, you know, this fucking sucks. We're going to use the daughter as a pawn. You got to fucking do this. You got to be a part of it. At which point he's, I think he says here that he'll do it. He'll do it. And then he starts writing down in like their little pig pen area. He'll start drawing his little notes or whatever. And the guard shows up and the guard's like, hey, what are you doing on that, mate? And he's like, uh, fucking, you wouldn't understand it. You, you big moron or whatever. And like, when are you going to break out of here? He's like, all I need is this ball. Cause one day I'm going to say, are you paying attention? And then he drops it and everybody laughs at him like he's an idiot. But then he pops back up and the guard comes after him. The guards shackle the table and he's like, oh, I'll get you. And he's like, ah, I'm Batman. And he has wizards. I don't think it's like too like I think he actually is a magician. Like I think there is real magic because he does so many impossible things. How did he do that's that? Slide of hand, man. Slide of hand. Slide of hand. 
Look, but like, it? how did I, you're looking at this hand? You, you don't know it? that I have the time machine in this hand. Greg, did you know yeah. that you have a pen right behind your ear? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That was great. That's the high quality podcast content we do. <laughs> Enjoy that, audio <laughs> listeners. That was a great visual gag for you. Um, Greg, there, when you're not looking, I'll make Tim disappear. Done. Now, God, how cool it. would it be though if Tim walked in? Tim walked bring him back in, into my frame. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah, that would have been cool. Uh, we should have thought of some bits for this. <laughs> we should have just done it all live. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, from there, we're back to modern times where we walk back up the hill to meet Tesla. And I, this is when I leaned over to Jen. I'm like, I can't fucking wait to see who this is going to be. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, they've made such a big deal about this. Who's it? Gonna-? David fucking Bowie walks out. To, and I immediately text Lucy James. Because I don't know. I, I, she's one of these people who've been talking up this movie the entire time. Like, I get it. Bowie. All right, fine. David <laughs> Bowie's there. Over. Yeah, got it. No, not even, it wasn't even a win over thing. It was just like Lucy's obsessed with David Bowie to an unhealthy degree. Uh, and I was like, all right, cool. I understand. So Bowie shows up and he's like, what's going on? Uh, you made this machine for him. I want you to make a machine for me. Uh, he's like, I won't make the machine for you. He's like, please make the machine for me. I got a lot of money. He's like, I've already been working on the machine. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. David Bowie. Tesla can see the future or whatever. And he's like, I'll fucking come get you uh, uh, whenever I got to come get you or whatever. Right. And so he's like, cool. Now we're back to the mid times where the bird's been crushed. He's on his own. He needs to figure it out. Oh, this is when, uh, uh, this is back. Okay, cool. So this is after the Tesla thing. So this is uh, uh, Batman has figured out the tr- he's got a trick. He's got a machine from Tesla. And so Wolverine goes in disguise again and he watches it happen. And it's like, all right, cool. Watch me do this fucking thing. And he jumps into it. He bounces the ball, jumps into an outhouse and out of the other outhouse, bah, he pops and he grabs the ball. But we don't see that. They cut away. But like, that's the I- thing. And, sorry, go ahead. I just love all this. Like, I love the the explanation of the trick and her and Scarlett Johansson being like, well, was it good? And him being like, it was amazing. It's the best trick yeah. I've ever seen. Like, it's just so it's so well oh, shot. And not, the we're... cutting away of it was really great. Scarlett Johansson pops up, too. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere. Shit. Fuck. I'm sorry. I should have. <laughs> I should have. I don't recall her exact moment of, hey, I'm here to be the magician's assistant. But she's there. These, yeah, it's when Danton starts with Michael Caine and they start going into business together, I think. He's like, you're going to yeah. need an assistant. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great call. Great call. Great call. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, it, now we're hit this conversation with uh, ScarJo and him talking about it. I think Michael Caine's talking about it, too. Maybe not at the same time. Maybe I'm conflating two conversations. But it is this thing of, like, like you said, Andy, it, he's terrible at presenting it, but it's the most amazing trick he's ever seen, uh, Wolverine's ever seen. Uh, then Michael Caine and him are arguing about how he's done, how it's done. And uh, he's like, it's a body double. He's like, it's not a body double. It's impossible. He couldn't do it. I would know if he's using a body double. That's stupid. Shut up. Shut I up. Think he said, Greg, I think he said bloody double. Oh, really? Fuck. Yeah. With the wins double. or not. It's a bloody, a bloody body double. Is this yes. the point where she talks about she's like, it's not a double because he's missing two fingers? Yeah. She yeah, uses, yeah, she's later. like, he uses a, she, he's not a, a double. He uses a glove to mask the two yeah. missing yeah, fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell if you look closely. You can tell if you look closely um so yeah that's the conversation and they're like well we got to fucking do a trick even better than that and like how are we going to do it and like we'll use a double and he's like that's impossible and then sure as shit they found a fucking guy who looks exactly like fucking wolverine except he's got a little yeah. bit different teeth and a little bit weaker jaw and i was just nose like, got a little prosthetic <laughs> nose too yeah yeah it's fu- but it's like whatever he's i mean it's fucking wolverine again you're like all right cool and this is huge acting i hope he get paid twice in this movie uh but he's, he's, he, we, we were doing a podcast once and <clears throat> Simon Cardi, who works at IGN now, <laughs> yeah. and we were just talking about this, just uh, talking about, oh, it's, you know, it's crazy how Hugh Jackman is there. And Cardi was just like, 
I always thought it was just another actor that they made. No up way. Like they were like, well, the thing that gave it away for me personally was the fact that he had fucking Hugh Jackman's face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it was just like, oh, I never, I never knew it was him. You know, Cardi, <laughs> come on, Cardi, no magic. Way. He wants to believe. <laughs> I think, I think, but again, to, to Hugh Jackman's credit, I think he does a good job yeah. of playing the second he character. He does a really well. good job. Yeah, you really, really feel like it is a different person that kind of looks like him toward, like you know, when when they're doing all the thing. Yeah. That's hilarious. I, uh, I, uh, Cardi. <laughs> uh, sorry. I was stunned for a second on that one. Um, so yeah, now he's a drunk and he's going to do it. And that's how we're going to do it. It's cool. So they start doing uh, a very similar trick with a door or two doors. I should say, honestly, two doors in a door frame where he opens it up and Hugh Jackman drops to the floor. And on the other side, uh, fake Hugh Jackman pops up and he opens the door and he's like, hi, it's me, everybody. And so they're like, all right, cool. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do this whole fucking thing. And so I did, I did. I did let Tim know that just how when they're prepping him and, and Hugh Jackman's like, there's no possible way he's going to mm. you're going to get him. To, and then uh, Michael Caine's like, give me a month. I was like, wow, a month's a long time to like what? Like in a month, I could just lose interest in all this. I don't want to do this at all. You're still working on that guy. Oh, no, I don't, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> we do right, it would be great if they came back. If they came back after a month and he was like, he's more pissed now than ever. He's going <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> really bad. So they're going to do the, they're going to do it now. Well, first off, they do a whole advertising thing for the transported man. What he calls it the new transported man, the better transported man, the new 2.0. Yeah. yeah. The greatest. And it's yeah, Black totally. Brown. What a, what a asshole move, but he does it. And uh, so they do it the, for the first time goes off without a hitch. The crowd goes wild, except Hugh Jackman, the real Hugh Jackman, the real Wolverine is underneath the stage, not able to take his bow. And so he's very that, like, obviously this cuts deep for somebody as self-centered as this man who needs all that applause. And so he's like, mmm, he's all grumpy underneath the stage. And then he starts talking to Scarlett Johansson. She's like, this fucking is killing. This is amazing. And he's like, but I'm underneath the stage. I don't get to take my bow. I'm all cranky and mad about it. Boo, boo, goo, goo, boo, boo, goo, goo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's like, I, I'm fucking mad about this and I don't like this one bit. And so uh, that happens. And then he keep, they keep doing it and uh you know uh, fake you jackman but this is very much like uh oh hell i'm jumping ahead no 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 uh they keep do- well they keep doing it but th- this is still isn't enough for him so for wolverine so wolverine uh just d- gets this plan of like you know what scarlett johansson why don't you go work for borden find out how he does his thing that's what i want to know that's what i need to know she's kind of like oh i kind of love you and don't want to go fuck this other guy and do other other stuff and he's like nah you should go do it though and he's like go in there and tell him tell him you know don't lie and go in there and blah blah, blah. so she's like all right, this fucking sucks. So she goes over there and she's like, "Hey, I want to work here." And I, there, this is revealed over time, but she like reveals all the time, all the secrets. So like, "Hey, he sent me here uh, to spy on you to learn your secrets." But like, also, I love him, and it sucks that he would do this and give me up so easily. So fuck him, and I'm gonna fuck you, and I'm just gonna live here and I'll be cool. And he's like, Plastic "Black Widow switching sides, dope to me, Natasha. She's got red in her ledger." Um, <laughs> that's over there. That's what's happening. That's great. Um, meanwhile, on the other side of the aisle, uh, fake Wolverine is getting wise to the game he's drunk all the time still we knew that but he's getting wise to the game and starting wanting more money and then i do Alfred- love i 
I, I do really quickly before we get there, just love where Christian Bale's talking to Scarlett Johansson. It's like, oh, yeah. And then he pops up on the other side. He's a little bit chubbier and he's drunk. Oh, yeah, yeah, drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How could he possibly do this trick? Yeah, that was, yeah. Sorry, that was a great line. That was a great line. You're right. Um, So, yeah. And then that happens. That happens. Uh, There's a lot in this movie. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Dream, uh, Beaver, Dream Beaver makes a great comment in Twitch chat who says, uh, I don't care about my wife. I care about the trick. And that's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Dude. We see, oh, we see the yeah. fact that, yeah, he is just a piece of shit. Uh, Wolverine, he, come on, you know. Wolverine riddled with all this other shit, right? So, yeah, he he makes the demands that he wants more money. Um, she, yeah, okay, that happens. Then Alfred's like, we should. What do you want to do? And Hugh Jackman's like, let's just fucking pay him and then phase the trick out. We'll get something else. We don't have to worry about that. Then uh, she, Scarlett Johansson, gets the diary of Batman, gives it to Wolverine. But Wolverine's like, no, she's like, I'm gonna leave him tonight and I'll come back. And he's like, you can't fucking do that. He'll know it was this is exactly what it was that you were giving it to me. Like he's like, I'll go break into his workshop and fuck that place up and act and act like I stole it. And she, she's like, well, he'll know it was you. And he's like, well, it's better than him knowing it was you. And so, okay, cool. That's what they're gonna do. Um, this turns out, of course, always to be part of Borden's plan. Uh, so that, cool. that's when, coming up eventually yeah when that's finally revealed it's just like I, I was just waiting for Tim's reaction and he's like oh my god I totally just gave into this movie where everything yeah. hit me so hard um, I think this is where we we go at some point we go back to Tesla who's like, watch this fucking thing, and he zaps the hat and nothing fucking happens. <laughs> and Circus is like, All right, go back to the hotel. We'll figure this out. Maybe give us another month or three weeks or whatever. Well, and what and also the... while we're here, Nick, um yeah. we, we did forget about this, but there is a very important shirtless scene uh with Hugh Jackman, if you recall. No, He's I very don't. shirtless. You don't remember him being shirtless? No. His body's I'm... incredible. Is it? Okay, yeah, well, were they born, born in labs? <laughs> now it's time to rank those abs. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Rank Those Abs with Nick and Andy. Uh, I don't recall the scene. Andy, what did Hugh Jackman's abs look like in oh my. The Prestige? He rolls out of bed, and you just got to assume, like, there's no way a person in 1890 can look like this. <laughs> like, this is just... <laughs> It's, this guy has been cutting carbs for a year and he is so dehydrated his abs are just popping out of his chest to the point where tim and gia and i at the same time and joey are all like oh my god this is insane look at his body but yeah i would put him number one on the on the ab list i'd okay. rank him number one above you would make rank him above guy Ritchie and memento yeah, I would put him above wow. Guy Ritchie and Memento. Yeah, okay. because you gotta you gotta think about being in the 1800s. It's a lot mm. tougher to maintain that body. You don't have Google. You don't yeah. understand how to work out. Yeah, you have exactly. to figure that out. Exactly. Uh, real talk though, he was he must have been keeping in shape, obviously, for the X Men roles during this, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's crazy. Uh, when we first started the show, Juice Swally in the chat said, ten dollars says Nick calls Christian Bale or Hugh Jackman beautiful." So far. I haven't won that bet, Juice. Big goose egg. Mm. Yeah, Big Nick doesn't egg. seem impressed. Mm. It's not going to happen this time, guys. Now. Wow. Now that I know. Yeah, wow. 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 Um, I want to... Is this... I need help from the lads. This is... We get to the graveyard here, but I don't remember how we get to the graveyard mm. here. Right? What's well, because they've got the... So he's got the notebook, but he doesn't have the... Cipher. cipher. 
um what it is We've, so they need to get the cypher yeah. from them so to be able to get that they fucking bury one of the guys alive <laughs> now, at oh. that point i'd be like guys you can have it you guys are willing to do shit that i am not as a magician that's well, right that's yeah. what michael kane does like michael kane like after he's buried someone alive remember yeah and goes that's too much for me now I have yeah. I was like, you just buried someone alive like 15 <laughs> seconds ago. Oh, that's too much now. Too much. Now. Yeah. So Bo- too, Borden too rich for me. Because yeah. Borden, <laughs> Borden has his show, and then Borden walks up to Fallon and is like, "I don't care if he follows me. I don't care who follows me. I'm walking home." Yeah. And then so they end up. Uh, Hugh Jackman's chasing Borden, and then Fallon's chasing Hugh Jackman, yeah. and then they lead Fallon down a dark path, and Fallon falls down into the floor into a little oh, yeah. into a. A yeah. casket, and then Michael Caine's right there to catch him and yeah. fucking board it up, and he gets shot by him or whatever. And he's well, like, Borden goes to pr- him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's it's this whole sequence just makes no sense, but yeah. it goes by fast enough to where you kind of just don't, you know, look too deeply into it. Yeah. Wait, Anything just, for the magic. We miss one more sabotaging as well. Borden finds root and gets. To oh. It. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And he goes, "You could be asking for more money. You've got power over damn complete now. power." You say, and he breaks. That's where he breaks his leg. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah and that yeah, leg yeah. break that is so cool. visceral. I screamed. Yeah, I screamed in the other room to the point that Lucy was watching. She's like, "What just happened?" Because she knew I was watching the movie. She was like, "Wait, why are you yelling?" And I was like, "Fucking!" I literally texted back. And I'm like, "Batman just broke Wolverine's leg." Like, uh, <laughs> it's fucked up. Right? Like you're watching the wrong film. <laughs> so like have we did i skip i skipped all of that then right because that's also then where the 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 sabotage just keeps happening right and like yeah. at one point no one's like, there at one point yeah. he's yeah at one point batman comes up from the floor and is like oh sorry this fucking oh that's when he broke his leg sorry this fucking sucks yeah. and then he's hanging up there and i have a better show across the street and you're like some of this has to be breaking the law i don't know what part of this is but there has to be laws back then at the pantages or whatever it's like dude like they 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 are just they won't stop they're just gonna keep going until one of them dies but that leg break was such a scary sound effect right i hated that sound effect yeah great point on this sorry i missed all that everybody uh so yeah this put puts batman up on top right and so uh batman is now riding high uh he has a great show he comes to dinner with scar joe uh the other guy who's the other brother and then his wife and but it's clearly not the right brother talking to the wife right it's the brother we, that doesn't give a shit about her who likes to have sex with scarlett johansson and so he kind of blowed off she's like fucking quick magic like this is all fucked up and he's like nah this is my life and you're crazy and this is perfect freddie freddie and the wife is like freddie oh yeah freddie you're calling yeah. him freddie now yeah this is what really back to what nick was talking about with like her just getting gaslit left and right and just not being yeah. able to do this right and like like you would think at some point though they're like we're married we're not going to get divorced we have a kid we can probably let her in on the secret right you'd think so but you never know man at a certain but at a certain point aren't wouldn't you think like hey this is starting to degrade our life that we both have to live in this and and destroy these people that we love and make them fucking crazy like let's just tell them who we are but the man didn't speak english until he got shot on stage you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we didn't speak English a lifetime of dedication which like also in public he was just dressing up when he went on stage but like sucks that he broke character there would have been really cool if he didn't speak English period you know what I mean <laughs> Dude, point point. how confusing point point. In corner where you start maybe, like, did, maybe you just didn't know the Chinese but I've been shot yeah <laughs> <laughs> did, did Scarlett know that she wait 
I, I'm confused now. Did Scarlett ever know that she was dating a double? No. No. But you she would think that at some point someone would figure this out, you know? Well, the, the, yeah, I think Sarah almost does, and then that's when she hangs herself. Yeah. Um, oh, do, but, do you think she does? Because I, uh, well, we go from this yeah. scene. This this was the one that I'm not even going to say cemented because obviously I knew early on I'm like fat Christian Bale. But this is when I thought I had it of like, oh, sometimes he wears mustaches and beards. Sometimes he yeah. doesn't. Maybe one brother has facial hair and one brother mm-hmm. doesn't. But later on, there's the conversation. Scarlett Johansson talking to Wolverine is like, no, it's there's fucking sh- all sorts of uh, costumes backstage that aren't used in yeah. the show. Like there's that right. stuff. But anyways, there was that one where he were the scene we were just talking about of. Oh, come on. And he's like fucking uh, the nice restaurant telling her to fuck off. And then there's yeah. the what the final conversation that a is clearly scene, like yeah. they're in love with each other. That, that he loves her and is completely a different character than the one we just saw. But do you Which, think you think Sarah put it together? Well, she says at one point, uh, she says, I know what you are. And she's arguing with the one that doesn't love her as well. So it's it's a really hard, hard scene because then you've got to put together that the one that does love her is just waiting outside, listening to this whole thing happen. Um, and it's just, with, the, it's with their so kid, hard, with it's, their kid, yeah. It's so hard for me to like. Oh. This is this is the point of the movie where I start like not liking the movie because it's yeah. so it's that this character becomes so unlikable in this moment for me. And yeah. then when he later then goes like he's driven this woman he loves to the point and he's allowed this to happen. I'm like, this yeah. is an irredeemable moment for me. Well, you would think at a certain point you'd just be like, you walk in and be like, hey, this is what we've been doing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Like, my wife, it's not, I mean, this is 1800. It's not like we're going to get divorced. Like, it's fine. Or, or like, you, you, you think it? that, uh, you think that like anytime a difficult conversation came up, he'd be like, I'm just going to, can I just run to the bathroom for a yeah, second before like we that. get into any of this? And then I do like a list of Spellfire. Eventually, if she found out, what was your long game on this? Like, because then you yeah. would be a woman who who realized that his he was letting his brother sleep with you. Like, that's yeah. horrible. That yeah. is a horrible thing to do. Like, because like, 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 I, I, I just, uh, everyone, everyone in the world knows, like Michael Caine immediately was like, it's fucking double. Like, why would you even need to worry about that? Just have, you know, I don't know. Let your brother live. I just, I, I, I just, yeah, I imagine, you know, um, uh, Alfred being like, you know, oh, Sarah's really, really mad. He's talking to Fallon. Sarah's really, really pissed off about this one thing. And Fallon's like, all right, I'll take the makeoff off. I'll, I'll talk to her about it because I know about this thing. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. And it's like, no, no, no. We, we didn't. We, <laughs> You're going to make it worse. I've seen yeah, you. <laughs> I, need, I need to be the one. He's like, ah, don't worry about it. It'll be a great, it'll be great for the movie. Dude, we've been doing this for years. You cannot <laughs> ad lib on this level. Stop. Well, there's even like a red diary. Nice where he's just like, in this Twitch over, he's like, look, Sarah knows if you could just help me out. Out, just really help me out he's like i've got it no worries absolutely next scene is like shut your mouth shut yeah. your mouth <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they have this whole they have it all out right of like yeah yeah everything we've just said we've jumped to that scene or whatever and then she hangs herself in his workshop right that's that's the payoff to all of the stuff we just talked about mm-hmm. um it, while this happens after it's happening during it in between we're jumping back to mid modern times where uh back to the tesla stuff where they try the hat they're they've been doing the hats and it's not working but they bring in circus's cat they put the cat down they run the electricity through the cat cat's still there he's like you're you all suck and uh wolverine leaves but as he leaves he finds the cat freaking out and fighting another cat and with dozens of hats (laughs) yes nick here here, here's my question on this 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 seat always pops out to me i'm like so you know the machine doesn't work why would you bring the client here to show him the machine that you know doesn't work? <laughs> yeah, test it you know first. I mean? 
<laughs> like you test it, you're like, because like you you would normally go like this. Hey, shit, it worked. Okay, get the client in here. We're gonna show him off. Right? But he literally goes. Hugh Jackman goes, what the fuck have you been doing with my money? And Tesla's like, I don't know. It's cool, though. It's cool. At no point does he realize this thing is working. So why bring the client in until you, I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. Really. We didn't talk yeah. about the very beginning of the movie where we see all the hats. But the moment yeah. that happened, I was like, oh, we're in for some shit. Like, why the fuck yeah, is there this right. many goddamn hats? And I love that it was actually part of the plot. Like, I thought that might have just been some, like, yeah imagery and shit but like nah this is cool okay here's, here's another dumb question right so how did there get to be that many hats they ran the so testimony times they were testing yeah. it non-stop so did hugh jackman leave his hat there yeah and be like just keep testing yeah. my hat. there's a scene where he gives him the hat and then he keeps doing it and then he kind of walks off with it oh so it, he it, never it, got his hat back he was yeah, like when, he, that time. when he came back for the second test they were like yeah we've run it a dozen times or whatever on your hat with, like, they, um, they made a reference hat. yeah yeah got it okay because I'd have been like, maybe I just thought maybe he just didn't want the hat back. Because like, things has been irradiated and will give me a fucking brain tumor. Ah, I know. Know. Fine. Nobody worried about that. They only live, live to 35. So they didn't have to worry about it. Yeah. That's fair. So <laughs> people are getting fucking hung like, and right. shot in the streets, buried alive. You got enough problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's at least your concerns. I also really Mankey, like the uh, sausage like, in the chat. We've, oh, sorry. Go yeah, for it, guys. Tesla's just like, we've never, we've been using the top hat this entire time. It's not worked. Bring me the cat. I need a live yeah. cat. Try that because this thing cat. is really stable. So Mankey Sausage in the chat saying they didn't invite him. Hugh Jackman forced his way in after reading the diary. Mm. Well, that, no, yeah, that was the third visit. The second yeah, yeah, visit yeah. That he was invited for where they ran it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I'm they, sorry. Did we get to we got to the point in the diary? So that's what he reads the diary and he's like, that's when it becomes the like, hey, by the way, Wolverine, it's me, Batman. This is all part of the fucking plan. You so suck. Cool. Enjoy America. Suck. That was awesome. <laughs> America <laughs> sucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they got nothing. But yeah, okay, cool. So then they find yeah. the machine. The machine works. That's cool. Um, there's a scene I'm missing, and it doesn't matter. We've probably talked about it already. Uh, so then, uh, oh, well, there when he must have had the diary and he was leaving, Edison's men were arriving. Uh, then there's a scene I'm missing because we he uh, Wolverine leaves Tesla's place. Then he comes back to Tesla's place, and it's just blown to smithereens. It's all flaming wreckage and shit everywhere, and it's just destroyed. There's nothing there. And he's like, "Oh no, my machine for magic." Edison uh, is a terrorist, <laughs> right? He goes back down to the what? hotel. Sorry, I was gonna say that's. I mean, Kevin could probably chime in this, but Edison was horrible. Like he yeah. was renowned for like having spies and stealing people's technology and like fucking people over. Okay. And yep. so he goes back to the hotel <laughs> where Norman Osborne's assistant is like, hey, sucks about Tesla, man. And Edison's dudes are gone, but at least he left you something. Like, what do you mean? And they walk into a ballroom and there's the giant triangle box that from the while back, Alfred had said to the cop or the judge or the whoever of this, like that one's not for sale or that one's actually works. That one's like for real <laughs> shit over there. Do we wait? Do we? I'm sorry. Did you talk about the part where they have like lunch on the veranda and he was like, don't ever oh, use yeah. this machine? Oh, okay. No, but well, earlier we did talk about don't ever use the machine. Right. Yeah, I, just, I love that scene because it's it's a it's a weird one because you're like, what is Tesla's motivation here? But you kind of get the fact that it, you, in my brain, I'm like, I think he wants him to use it. I think he wants him to like get out there and like fucking wreak havoc with this thing because he realizes that he's invented something crazy that's going to basically like destroy everything. But he's like, hey, don't use it. Don't use it. Well, whatever. Yeah, uh, I, I love the line of like, you know, um. <laughs> Oh, so you were obsessed with shit just like me? Well, then you know I'm never going to quit. You know, yeah. it's, it's such a cool little back and forth. Mm. Um, 
so Wolverine's got the machine now. Uh, he's setting that shit up down in like some Doc Ock looking warehouse or whatever, blown out of theater. Like he's a fucking Batman villain. Um, yeah, that and where he's getting this. Wait, hold on. Batman is in jail reading this in the diary of Wolverine. And this is when Wolverine's diary ends and it's like, ha ha, fuck you too. And he's like, oh no, fuck, this is fuck me. Shit, fuck. And so then he has uh, the, oh, that's what it was. So way back when I was like, his daughter showed up, he gave the card of the dude from Cheers to fat Christian Bale, who then set up a meeting. A guy from Cheers shows back up and he's like, I'll fucking sell. I'll do all this stuff. He gives him the papers, but there's something missing. I forget what's missing. The prestige. The The prestige. The cipher. Yeah, well, basically. And he'll do that when his oh. daughter's taken care of or whatever. Yeah, he was like, you gave me all the, the setups for the tricks, but you didn't give me the actual like trick, like the actual how, how you did it. And he goes, well, I'll give you that when I know my daughter's safe. Something like that, right? Okay, 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 mm-hmm. okay. Um, or maybe this was a cipher point, which which led him to Tesla. I can't remember. At one point, also, we see Hugh Jackman. The cipher is Tesla. I, yeah. I love that part. <laughs> which is cool. yeah. and I, I think the, another thing we I don't want to gloss over is where Hugh Jackman like starts to use the machine and has a gun there. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen right now. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's for anything I don't want to live very long past this. And then he sees yet another beautiful Hugh Jackman. There you go. I did it. Well, we did <laughs> see that right then, right? That's revealed later in the thing. But yeah, right. it's awesome, right? That he pops up and they both go for the gun, which I know we've talked about this on the Con of Funny podcast before and probably the show before too. If I go into a machine and another Greg pops out, the first thing we're fucking doing is high-fiving. Like we are stoked. <laughs> well, I'm not going to kill that Greg and that Greg ain't going to kill me. We're going to have some fun. Let me ask you this question, Greg. Yeah. If your entire life up until this point, you've like sacrificed everything and all you want to be able to do is this trick that blows people's minds. Yeah. And you have two choices. One, kill yourself over and over and over again <laughs> in the worst possible fucking way. And then not know, like just have horrible anxiety every day of your life just to do this trick. Or two, the first time you use the machine, you see a exact duplicate of you come out. Do you be like, yeah. wait a minute, this solves literally all my problems. All my yeah, problems. Maybe maybe we'll make another two and then we can have weekends <laughs> off and stuff like that. Yeah. It's gonna be fine. It's like, no, <laughs> die, motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, fucking A. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a lot of Hugh Jackman just not not on the ball. I'm thinking about how he can make money out of this. Uh, but with that now, Salmon, now Greg Salmon Commander in the chat says, "How many Gregs do you make?" It's a good question. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: is I don't want to get into a multiplicity situation. There's a lot of things going on of like how sharp is the carbon copy? You know no, what I mean? Like, I was gonna say, but multiplicity was a copy of a copy. So as long as exactly. you're making a copy of the original, I think you're gonna be okay. Why well, we yeah, would you, I, you have eventually we would for sure test that. I'm sure. But once we find out the machine works can clone organic material, not even clone, make a perfect copy of it. That's yeah. when, yeah, we start, we stop using the machine for a second and we start figuring out like, what are the, you, we're going to make money off of this, right? So what yeah. can we start, what can we start duplicating and selling? And I don't want it to be like b- uh, backroom DVDs. Yeah, Nick. I was going to say, we start a YouTube channel for you called Greg's YouTube. Well, I mean, like, think about it right now. Like it, there definitely we would have, a, there would be part of that. There would be part of that because think about it right now. If we were in the middle of this thing talking about this, and then somehow, somehow, six other Gregs came into your room right now. Like Greg slowly enters the frame, and everyone, I'm like, guys, I got a fucking machine. Think about the podcast (laughs) content we would have. Think about the plot. plot. (laughs) I feel like it would go okay until the anniversary streams where Greg's had a couple white claws, and then we turn around and get rooms full of Greg. Rooms full of them. I would say what it would be is like we have it's an anniversary stream. We've had a few white claws, and you just look off the balcony of our office 
this and there's a circle of Gregs, two Gregs fighting in the center. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got nothing to lose now. We can yeah. just keep on ourselves yeah. random. I'd finally have my dream of just uh, getting to see an army of Portillos run through the streets of San Francisco. I digress. The, uh, oh. the scariest part about the end of the Greg podcast is right at the end when all six Gregs fall into a vat of water <laughs> and <throw it> sealed <laughs> off. <laughs> but a great platinum Patreon reward is that I send yeah. you a Greg You get a Greg. A dead Greg. And the tank of the water. You know what I mean? You can do whatever you want. Brew some lemonade in there. Uh, anyways, though, like, yeah, we'll, we'll get moving. We'll get moving. Brew some lemonade in there if you want. <laughs> Wolverine is reassembling the team. He gets Alfred back on board with the cool uh, thing, the the card at the bottom of the glass. Um, he gets a bunch of blind stagehands so that they can't see what's going on on stage. And he tells Alfred, you're not allowed backstage. I don't want you back. I want you front of house in this. You're not allowed to go backstage or downstairs. Anytime like, right, you have a crew of like blind people or like deaf people or mute people because they like, you have to keep a secret. That's pretty cool. Some fucked up stuff. Also, yeah. 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 To no good. You're right. Like this guy's fucking, he's doing some no good shit. Um, so then he, you know, he's got Alfred on, on board now. He sees the trick. He thinks that's really dope. You know, uh, or then he, they hit up some manager type. They, they get a, for the feet. No, they hit up a manager type, show him the thing. He's like, this is fucking crazy. You're going to have to dress it up a bit. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, they get booked for a thing. They're going to do a hundred shows. No more, no less. I don't understand the significance of that. Can someone explain it to me? I think I it's like to, to draw him out. Like, there's no okay. possible way that he could not come for that. He's like, why is there only 100 shows? It's kind of like to pique his interest. Okay. Okay, cool. Um. So, yeah, the, you know, he does, he, he's doing the trick. It's amazing. Everybody's calling it the best fucking thing ever in London. Uh, Batman shows up. He watches oh, it. SSS where it says he only bought 100 tanks. himself anymore he's like i will kill myself but not more than 100 times he never bought those tanks he fucking cloned the tanks obviously he bought one tank and they just cloned it oh my god i want you to know one of my big criticisms of this is like i'm I'm like this guy bought 200 tuxedo There's no way he could have cloned that. (laughs) (laughs) Do do you guys think? Do we ever see the 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 stuff that he clones come into existence? No, no, right? Do you think it like it just appears like whatever positions he is, or does it like fall? Because like it would be scary for like a giant glass thing to just be like, oh, cum. No, I think it just pops into existence, kind of like Bill and Ted. Well, I guess that would be also. I think it materializes. In the space, Nick. Wait a minute. Were you saying first off? Now we got to go back. Are you saying Bill and Ted's because of the phone booth? Because you think that the yeah. phone booth looks like the tanks? Great. Yeah. That makes sense. My thought was they all come into existence like Arnold Schwarzenegger from Terminator, where he's just like he's doing like the <laughs> man pose and he's butt naked. Cool. It's great. No, we just proved he's not butt naked, right? Like he's wearing <laughs> the suits. Now, for the record, in the chat too, I see Ramirez Art Jam says, "Lol, Greg is horrible at math. It would only be 101 suits." No, again, remember, I didn't even think about it. I literally, this is how bad I would be. I would be like, fuck, I need to make enough money to buy 201 suits right now for all. And then I clone myself once, be like, motherfucker, how much time did I just waste? I digress. Um, now it's the big performance where it's work. We've caught up to the beginning of the movie where Wolverine's going to do it. Uh, I, I think I skipped it, but Batman came and saw it and he loved it, but he saw that there's just a trap door. 
which yeah. for me, I was like, oh, what the fuck? Because I, I was thinking that he was just, I thought he was just, I cloned, I thought he cloned himself once, figured it out, and then just had his clone fucking sit in the wings up there, wait for the final second, and then pop. Oh, I guess that doesn't make sense. Either. No, that would have been a real smart way to handle it. That would, yeah. you would think, that would and then, and then you wouldn't tell the other clone that you were going to kill him at some point and then yeah. frame Christian Bale for murder. No, instead, this genius who has got billions of dollars and nothing but time to think about, who's actually probably a pretty smart musician, is like, why don't I just fucking kill myself over and over and over again? And then he goes, I'm never sure if I'm the man in the box or the man on the yeah. balcony or in front of the stage. I'm like, I'm going to spoil it for you. You're the fucking man in the box. Like, you're dying every single time. It's terrible. And then Michael Caine's like, but it's like falling asleep. And it's like, no, it's terrible. It's not good. Drowning's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that, too. When he lied about what drowning was like. But uh, we knew also, that. Uh, I always f- find the drowning thing is really weird. It's like it, drowning is obviously not good. And it's like, no, I knew a guy once said it was brilliant. <laughs> it's like are you just trying to make me feel better because my we're at my wife's funeral is that what yeah. i'm trying to be like yeah i've seen that yeah, yeah. someone did yeah and you figure he wants to drown right to punish himself for his wife in some regard Maybe. some respect of it i don't know no, i guess are it's because like, michael kane says it, it feels brilliant like drowning is fantastic like, it's better than being alive if anything yeah. it's like going home i love being yeah. at home yeah i love being at home <laughs> that sounds good brilliant he doesn't know what to do with the clone, though, right? Like, yeah, again, this is why two Greg clones would have this. We wouldn't even have this debate. We know we want to kill each other. We're done. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the problem with being a bad Wolverine. Like, this is a this Wolverine is bad. Yeah, this is to me where it's like a little bit ridiculous. And this movie kind of takes a turn for me where I'm like, I don't first off, the technology is a little far fetched for me to believe in. And everything was so real up to this point where it was supposed to be about this cat and mouse game between these two smart guys. And now we've introduced this massive world changing piece of technology in here. And then we're supposed to think that Hugh Jackman has the fortitude to kill himself every single day and just hope to god that he gets i mean he knows he doesn't get transported right he knows that he's not going to be his consciousness dies and there's just a new person being born but, but yet if he it's an anymore. exact copy of his consciousness it kind of is him isn't it right yeah. but this goes back to the debate we always have when it, when we talk about teleporting in in uh star trek where it's like <laughs> if you teleport yourself are you the same person or have you just just destroyed and it's just making a new version of you on the other side no one ever knows but I guess like the entire point is he's finally come up with a way of really fucking sticking it to bail and being like, do you know what? I'm putting you in prison with this. Yeah, but you only needed one person for that. You didn't need to kill a hundred of you for that. Oh, but he didn't know what show he he's going to show up to. He didn't know didn't what know show, show he's going to show up to. Yeah. That's because it. also like with Root, does he, he just it, not, yeah. does he don't want to give power like over him to another man yeah like he's already done roots, it with one guess, mission sure. that went really badly yeah I, that and that much i get but the sh- but not knowing what show he's going to show up to is i'm like so you're assuming he's going to show up to the show and then you're assuming <clears> he's gonna <throat> backstage and then you're assuming he's going to be there at the he exact moment he you him. drop into this thing and then you're going to assume that when he sees that drop in and the lock goes and he looks over and was like well everyone's blind down here nobody's fucking seen my face I'm not I, like, and I've already, ch- I've already proven to you that I don't give a fuck if my wife dies. Like, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna try to save you. I'd be like this. Oh, he's dead. Oh, I see what's going on here. I gotta go and just bounce out. Yeah. There's a lot of assumptions to make for for a hundred shows. I don't know. You would have shit your pants and stood there not knowing what to do. You would not have bounced out. You wouldn't have put it all together that quick. I'm out. I'm done with this. This is too much for me. <laughs> these are these are guys that have the wherewithal to cut their fingers off. For, for like, like these guys, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like yeah. this is 
this is I gotta go. I gotta balance out. I'm not gonna. Okay, yeah, yeah, it sucks. Uh, so yeah, we see all this play out. We see uh, uh, Wolverine die. We also though see Batman try to save him. Uh, he can't obviously. Uh, this is where I think we catch up. They say, "No, you're guilty of sin, brother. We've seen the trick. We know what would have happened." And he's like, "Oh fuck." rats uh so he's stuck in uh, uh jail now for good um then uh this is where we get the t- michael uh kane uh, you know is like he's dead uh the guy comes to buy uh you know um a guy from cheers comes to buy all the tricks but they don't want to sell the machine uh but he's like no I'm bu- we're buying the machine and he's like could i talk to the buyer he's like no you couldn't he doesn't want to see anything everything goes through me but i could arrange a meeting like what what the fuck oh, I, i'm sure fucking wolverine's uh, advice here was very ironclad if don't let anybody come see me and he's like but i could probably arrange a meeting fine whatever no he said uh, you, you might bump into him when you drop off yeah. the goods stupid and, I, stupid and to which i was like i would have been like you thank you for that i'm never hiring you that's a yeah, terrible exactly, right? why would you <laughs> why? why are you coming to bat for me i'm just the guy with the shit yeah you have no idea what's at stake here you're just a paid hand and the only get involved buy the shit and no one ever knows who bought it and you failed miserably no wonder your fucking bar went under in boston nailed it that is exactly what happened i think uh, cheers the bar uh, ownership changed many times because yeah, it didn't really go under the final greg, is just remember he just goes we're closed they're not closed for good they're closed for that night greg if it's a joke that's great you don't have to explain it okay oh my apologies um so yeah that happens and then we're back to the uh, uh, uh jail where uh he is in jail yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Batman's mm-hmm. in jail, and uh, his daughter shows back up. He's like, "Thanks for bringing her." And then he comes up, and guess what? It's fucking Wolverine, but he's really Calhoun. Cal- what's his name? Caldwell. Lord Caldwell. Caldwell. Lord Caldwell. Caldwell. He's like, Caldwell. "What the fuck?" Caldwell. And he's like, "Sorry, brother, you didn't think this one through enough. You're not a good magician. I'm a great magician." Ha 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 ha. And he's like, well, "This is what? How can I be in jail for killing?" And he's like yelling and stuff, and he's all like, mad about it. Of course, he's like, "And I got your daughter too, so fuck you, brother." And he's like, "Ah, oh, no, this is not what I wanted. I wanted magic now." And so he fucking leaves. And then direct quote cool. magic. Direct quote. <laughs> <laughs> For the love of magic. <laughs> um, and so that's when Alfred goes to drop off the stuff and runs into Lord Caldwell, who's like, eh, it's me, all right. And I forget if he explains the whole shtick to him. Does he explain the machine? No, he just is like, I'm still alive. Sorry, that's fucking. Well, I wanted to get him. Had to get him. Wanted his daughter too. Now I got her. That's cool. And he's like, Oh man, this is fucked up. I'm Alfred. And so, uh, <laughs> so uh, 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 this is then back at jail, and uh, Batman is saying goodbye to Fat Batman. But we're not, we don't we still don't know it's Fat Batman yet, right? Or is this the reveal of Fat Batman? And then. Yeah. Batman one gets hung and then Fallon fat Batman is no longer fat Batman. And then he, but he's going to go out for revenge now to stop a uh, Wolverine. And so he goes to the facility, the, the, where, you know, he sneaks into the old warehouse. We saw that looks like a doc, Ock, a thing in a Batman villain cage. And he comes in there and he comes up on Wolverine and Wolverine's like, Oh, Holy fuck shit. It's, you're so a lot. You're not, you're supposed to be dead. He's like, no, you fucking moron. It was me. There's two of me. I think he shoots him first. Then he's like, no, fucking moron, there's two of me. Oh, no, shit. Throws the ball, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, just like, you know, oh, it's just like fucking Alfred said there'd be. And he's like, yeah, and we're getting cuts to Alfred, who's doing the bird thing again uh, to Borden's daughter. And he's like, oh, my God, that's fucking crazy. And they they yell at each other a little bit. Yeah, and, the, yeah and then he's like, you, um, 
I suffered. My wife fucking fucking died. I suffered. And he's like, oh, I suffered too. And then they show like the fingers being cut off. Yeah, yeah exactly. Shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So cool. So yeah, the cool. links they went to to keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. And so then yeah, and he says something. No, Wolverine says something akin to like, you didn't even look around. Like you don't even know what's really going on. Like you look don't around. Know. He's like, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Care. And yeah. so then he dies and then a fire starts and then Batman starts leaving. But then Batman looks around and guess what? Like, what again, they're cutting back and forth. We cut back to Alfred giving Batman his daughter. Mm-hmm. He was just taking care of her for a little bit. And they do like the they do the manly magician nod. And then like yeah. uh, finally Batman. Well, like, I, I mean, like are, are, are goosebumps just not all over your body during all oh, yeah. this part where where they're talking. Uh, uh, a magic trick is uh, comprised of three parts and, and the prestige is about bringing him back. And, and then he walks back in. Oh, my God, dude, I've got like. Any God, last word? Abracadabra. Put it number one. Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Let's go. Yeah. And then he looks at the tank and there's a dead Hugh Jackman in there. And he's like, oh my God, there's a million dead Hugh Jackmans in here. Just How do you clone all these suits? It must have cost <laughs> a lot of money to make all these sexy <laughs> How did he go to a fortune? How did he buy every dicky bow in London? <laughs> <laughs> Literally one of my big questions out of this fucking movie. There's a lot of fucking tuxedos to buy. Andy, hit me with haiku in review. <laughs> Seven syllables in the middle. You'll need five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review. You can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to write your review in haiku form, just like Nate Vu did. Watch very closely. Obsession ruins a man. Abracadabra. Love the use of Abracadabra as a whole line in a haiku. Good job. Grant Burton says, it's a bit far-fetched, but I think I'll stick with it. A magical (laughs) film. Ah, what a great reference. It's very good. Uh, Andrew Feisner says, Wolverine v. Bat. See a field of many hats. Pledge, turn, (laughs) wait for it. There we go. Wow. There we go. Those are haikus. Now now we need to, we need to, God, I don't even want to do this. It's time for Ragu Goo Goo. Okay, you have to. You guys have to understand. Ragu. No, Andy, don't. Don't explain don't. it. They're fine. They've watched all of it. You're shame. Tim looks so embarrassed. <laughs> I'm just. I'm. So, I'm embarrassed about this. <laughs> we have a, from we London. Have a, they're classy guys. <laughs> we have a podcast within a podcast called Rad Guys Talk Bad Guys, but Greg decided to call it Ra- Ragu Bagu, uh, because we. Have I think Twitter besides, that's what it's got to be. That's what the Twitter account is. Ragu Bagu vids. Uh, so Sweet. this is show decide. We're ranking the the I guess the good guys in this protagonist. Protagonist. Ragu. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Rad Guys Talk. The protagonists of the Nolan, the good guys. I guess what we're gonna say it was better than Progu. Yeah, Progu. Yeah, that's pretty good. Or Poo Poo originally is what we had it. Uh, of course, we. This is the podcast in the podcast where we rank all the protagonists uh, for who was stronger. I guess or who was a better protagonist in all the Nolan, uh, Christopher Nolan movies. At number one, we have Lenny from Memento. At two, we have Hua. From insomnia, and then at three we have the young boy from following. Where I guess do we want to put the brothers, uh, Christian Bale, in this? Damn, they're good guys, huh? Are they? I mean, I would say it's. I, yeah, I feel like both are. Good guys. You got to put them on the same line. Yeah, it's the brothers yeah. and it's it's Batman and Wolverine. Batman and Wolverine. Batman and Wolverine. Okay, where do we want to put? Where do we, I, I'm I'm going to say underneath Lenny from Memento. Y'all like Lenny way too much. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to go number one. I'm going to say number one as well, and I want you to know why, because I enjoyed the movie and was done thinking about it, and then you've given me so much more to think about it. I want to watch this movie again. I'm very yeah. excited to watch this movie again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you got us on. That's why. There you go. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, new ranking: Batman and Wolverine, number one; Lenny, number two; Hoo-ah! number three; and number five, four. Uh, the young boy. From- there you go. There we go. Uh, now it's time to rank the Christopher Nolan movies. Currently, the standings are number one: Memento. Number two: Following. Number three: Insomnia. Where do we put the Prestige? I mean, is Kevin, there any we'll start. Question? Kevin, let's start with you. God damn it, Kevin. Nick, let's start with you. No, no, no. Kevin, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. It just, I, I went to hit it and it didn't go. And I forgot to myself, make myself super big as per Dre's right. request. I like this movie a lot. And I think so far it's my favorite. It, it No, okay. Somebody said I was mute and I freaked out there for a second. Um, yeah. I think that it is so far from the movies we've seen, it's the one that I'm going to, like, I've rewatched the most. And I think it's the one that gives you the most when you rewatch it. So it's number one with a bullet. Oh, I got it. You know what I mean, guys? <laughs> yeah. There we go. There we go. Oh, he, got it. he caught the bullet. He caught the bullet. Got it. Hey. Uh, yeah, I mean, this movie is just incredible. This movie got me into Nolan movies and got me excited for every Nolan movie that has come out since. Uh, it just, I love the mindfuck moments. I love just always mindfuck. being surprised and not knowing what's happening next. And of course, his awesome performances. And uh, I really feel like every actor in this movie is pretty stellar. Like, there's not really any bad performances, I would say. I, I, I even think, like, even the lowest bar is still pretty damn good. Greg? It's a great question. I think, honestly, I think this, this show sold me. I think number one as well, because I think, you know, Memento, I enjoyed, obviously, the first time around, and I've seen Memento then the second time around, but it, Memento was the same thing. I'm like, oh, that was cool, and I think I pieced it all together. At the end, when it comes together, it all made sense, and I was able to look at it. This one, I'm like, oh, man, there's so many fucking lines I didn't understand. I need to go back and listen to when they talk about this fucking uh, diary and shit. I like this. I love you. Not today. Not today you do. I know, right? And like, you, Yeah, you love magic more, and it's because there's two fucking people fucking her. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> identical Nick. dick. Um, I think this is. I think this is number one out of the movies that have been made so far. I, I do have my criticisms of it. Watching it back a second time with a little more critical eye, I do think that there's a lot of stuff that is kind of plot holy and a lot of stuff that you're like, I don't understand why that would work. But that's kind of Nolan or nutshell. And I think, like always, it sort of works more than it doesn't, and so it ends up being a really entertaining sort of jaunt. Um, and you can't look too closely at this one. Similar to the, some of the critiques we had of Memento where you're like, would this system that he has work very well? Or would he just be utterly confused all the time, no matter what? Um, I think that there's a, there's some stuff in here specifically. Like, I just I, I still don't love the idea and the introduction of the big the big sci-fi moment twist. I think that should have been set up a little bit earlier. But because it's Bowie doing it and because it's just a little bit fucking crazy, it kind of works for me. So I put this number one. Yeah, I put it as number one as well. The video we're about to watch uh, after this, uh, one of the the people that you guys were interviewing was J.J. Abrams, and he was talking about how making a movie about magic is so difficult because magic in real life, if you pull it off, it's like spectacular. But magic in a movie, it, it's like there's an extra level that you need to kind of trick the viewers to believe in the magic and the movie happening. And I think that this movie totally makes that work. And when there's the moments of like the bird dying and the thing like crashing on their hands and stuff, it's like you feel it so more, so much more viscerally than uh, you kind of would expect watching a movie about magicians that are rivals. <laughs> so it's like they made this is a wacky ass concept and they really pull it off. So I'm, I'm going to give it number one as well, which means that the new rankings are number one, the prestige, number two, memento, number three, following number four, insomnia. Next week, we will return with, inception oh. very very exciting stuff uh the rkg boys you have any final thoughts on the prestige 
I'm glad that we managed to convince you guys to put this number one. Imagine if we come away and you guys were just like, nice shit, we hate it. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> come back for Inception. <laughs> Next week is right at the bottom. So. <laughs> where can we, uh, where can people find you if they're looking for more of that RKG goodness? Well, I think if you Google RKG, it's either us or a Ukrainian missile. Um, so, and that's weird. not me. We're, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's his born name. <laughs> like we're the other one. We're yeah, we're the one that do the, all the videos and podcasts and things like that. So yeah, if you type in that, you'll be able to find us pretty easily. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, we are going to let you go with uh, the video that we've been referencing, where where you guys <laughs> interviewed a whole bunch of celebrities asking if they've seen the Prestige, and it's fantastic <laughs> stuff. So until next time, uh, love you guys. Real quick, if you guys want to yeah. see it, just hit live view or whatever the hell it is. Also, please don't talk. Nah, I hit the wrong you button. Played, Hold you, on. you played the intro. <laughs> yeah. I did. It just almost done. Wait, there we go. Uh, yep, yep. So we ask this to everybody, but yeah. have you seen the movie The Prestige? Do you like it? Oh my god, why would you bring that up? Because we love it. Really? Yeah. Do you not I like it? I love that oh, movie. Oh, good. That's all right. That's absolutely no. I absolutely love. That's that why movie. I end with that. But that question. was what? That was ten. That was more yeah, than ten more years than ago. ago. Yeah, two thousand eight. I love I think, that yeah. movie. It's amazing, it's isn't it? It's an amazing movie. I did like it. I'm a big magic fan. So the, the one thing for me is like magic in movies yeah. is tricky. Because magic in life, if I do a card trick to you right now that's any good, yeah. it's kind of amazing. If you do that same thing in a movie, you're like, so? Yeah. Like it's, it's weird. Magic gets dulled. And that movie, and I'm a huge fan of, obviously, of, of Chris, it's like the, yeah. it, 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 it did the thing that it made magic kind of amazing in a way that I think is really tricky and hard to do. I have seen The Prestige. Uh, is that the one with, no, that's not the one with Christian Bale. Yeah, it's Christian Bale. Yeah, with Christian Bale Hugh and uh, yeah. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I yeah. love it, the magic tricks. Yeah, yeah, I love it. It's so dark and twisted at the end. Yes, I think it's Chris Nolan's, um, you know, best, hidden gem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The Prestige? Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I like Prestige. We haven't <laughs> found anyone. It's not my like favorite it. Chris Nolan's movie. Is that a movie? Yeah. Never saw it. Colorado Alley Boy. I bet Peter Jackson guessed the twist in the prestige. Great film. Jesus, I, I saw the prestige. I can't remember the twist. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, I don't know whether you're saying great film is this or the prestige, but I mean, the prestige was, was very good. And this is, this is good too, so I don't really understand that one. Is the prestige scary? Yeah. No, no, no. It's a magician film that Christopher Nolan did. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe I did see it. Who's in it? Christian Bale and. Oh, yes, of course Jack I did Yay, see it. Of course. That's good. Yeah. You would have been the first person on our podcast that hadn't seen it then for a second, so. Oh, no, 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 sorry. I thought the, you know what? We're in horror movie mode. Right. So the okay, prestige yeah, yeah. sounds like, you know, prestigious group of yeah. evil people go and, no. Oh, yes, of course I did. Amazing. Why are you so in love with We the just prestige? love it. You just love it. I haven't. <gasps> How come? I don't know, because there's so many movies. Yeah, there is a lot. But tell me, why are you obsessed with it? I don't know, it became like this weird thing where we all chatted about it in the pub and then we all ended up talking about it in the podcast and it became this mad thing where our audience were just like, we love the prestige as well. What is it, it's not, is it a horror film? No, it's about uh, two magicians who uh, sort of have this intense rivalry and Christopher Nolan directed it. Ooh. Yeah, it's Christian oh. Bale, Hugh Jackman. Oh, come yeah, on, yeah, that's yeah. amazing. And then there was a movie that came out along the same time as The Prestige that was like The Prestige. The Illusionist. That's right. Get out of here. No, it didn't work. That's no, good, yeah, yeah. The, the Prestige was a great movie. Do you remember seeing The Prestige in the cinema? I do. 
I do. And I also remember seeing the illusion, illusionist in the cinema, yeah, and, yeah. in the you know, movie theater, we call it. And I was, yeah, it didn't work. Prestige is a great movie. Yeah, there was another one that came out. I didn't do it. The Illusionist. The Illusionist, yeah. That's, did it come out the same year? They came out the same time, man. The yeah. same time, Crazy. right? That's hard. But yeah, yeah Prestige is amazing, man. It's so yeah. jacked up. Is it a, is it based on a true story? Uh, no, absolutely not. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna watch it probably amazing. now. I'm just gonna just cancel leave the rest of your interviews. This press because yeah. who cares? And I'm gonna uh, or I'll just like promote the Prestige. Yeah. Because I don't think I'll enough do people have seen it. But well, the prestige is good, so you like it, so that's fine. Yeah, it's not my favorite one. <laughs> okay, good. Christian Bale? Okay, favorite Christian Bale film? Uh, Gotta be the prestige. Batman? Newsies. What's that? Shut the front door! I'm Are you kidding me? <laughs> I haven't seen it now. Are you kidding me? No, I haven't seen it. I'm really sorry. I feel awful. And just finally, have you seen the film The Prestige? Because we love it and we like people. Oh, like yeah, it. absolutely. Do you like it? I love that okay, movie. That's good. Yeah. That was it? <laughs> yeah. That's the question? Oh, my God. What if I said no? It's just like, pfft. I just go back and I'm Do you grown. ever see The Prestige in the, in the cinema? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I saw good. it twice in the cinema. So did I. That was way too delayed on the high five. <laughs> I thought you were waving to him. Guys, what? <laughs> You what? Know, it was a trick. It was gonna be. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine if that's what I thought? I saw it twice. Hey, man. <laughs> Rory. <laughs> Rory, you still here? He's like, I'm two feet away from you. I was like, Good. We're doing great. Oh, uh, this was the best interview ever. Yeah, we're not gonna get a better ending than that. Thank you very much, man. <laughs> <Ben. laughs>